yeah. Yeah, let's so, go. We just said. I was in a sensitive space because my shit was bald right here, bald right here. I had a big ass ball spot right here. Big ass ball <laughs> spot. That shit, listen, when I tell you the shit started off so little right here, like, I was like, I thought it was some shit that I went through with a certain young lady in my life when I was younger. I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's when um, Shorty hit me in the head. Don't when, you, when you a wild boy, you know, things like that happen. So. You heard me? He you said what? <laughs> you thought with Shorty Burton, too. Oh, no, not that. Oh, not, not that. No, we ain't talking for, listen. Oh. Okay. Too early back to the podcast. We got to leave up two hours in. Back to where we was at. Like, just, oh, man. Look, he he want me to. That's what he want to. That's what he want. He want that's all the smoke. Roll the smoke. Roll the smoke. Right. He want all the smoke. So, when my shit was. My shit I had, so when I had, I was getting shots. They was giving me shots on the needles in my head, steroids. So mm. my shit came back all gray. All this shit was gray as shit right here. That shit been reclining. All that shit been reclining. I got like 10 grades now. So my grade game is is on zero. Even though I, well, not on zero, but I got a whole lot less than I had last year. I ain't died in about two years. But I had died when I first got grade up. So we're going to talk about being 40. And, and we gonna, I want to talk about that a little bit. I don't know where I got that idea from, but I'm going to talk about being 40 with cool being 40 already and us heading to that juice you a couple years off. Just how we address that. We're going to talk about that, but we got to talk about, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. This is Brothers Talking Shit Podcast, episode 60. We old as shit right now with a 60, yeah. with a 60 piece. Six zero. I am the flesh man, also known as the fat boy, also known as Mr. I got no palm calling you broadish. Oh, yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. And I'm Rel, a.k.a. Iceberg Shorty, a.k.a. the King of Controversial Comments. I said what I said. I'm at what I'm at. The man of international mystery. I'm only drinking water right now, and me and Sprite broke up. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Who, that's hold good. on. Who got the kids? Hmm? Who got the kids in the breakup? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you got the kids? I said she, you know, you, oh, yeah, you know she went she the kids. And Cool Mike, a.k.a. Dr. Mike, the people's podiatrist, also known as your favorite foot doctor, coming to you from the prophetic podcast, Brothers Talking Shit. They also call me Saturday Night Mike. With your coolest. I totally forgot tonight is Saturday night. That means he going to go live. <laughs> man, you already know who it is, man. It's Xiaomi Boy Jew. A.K. the charm guy, A.K. juice man, A.K. freshest light skin, dark skin, skin nigga. You know, I'm macking, stacking, sipping on this yak. You know, we finna see what's popping today. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And I'm surprised you ain't. You know what I'm saying? In the goddamn stew. Stew. <sighs> yeah. Hey man, today you got to. You got to get some time when you're just not there, bro. You got to get some time. So today is actually, it's only like, hold on, Saturday is actually going to be great because I'm home. I'm not around all that energy. It's good, though. I love it. But, you know. ba- balance is balance, baby. Yeah, balance is balance. But so, you know, and then I can get to be on here. I ain't got to like be in and out, blah, blah, blah. We got juice. Ain't nothing like when we got the, the when Voltron come together. Let's, let's, so. let's, let's address the fact that Cool Mike is, um, Laying on uh, uh, what kind of bear is that? A polar bear. He has a polar bear just laid down in one of his rooms. He's taking a polar bear run. 
man. Do it like that. <laughs> I gotta get you. Pop the polar bear, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all miss a lot. Y'all miss a lot of my conversations with people out there watching, but we just were, you know, basically amazed at the fact that Cool has a different room. Like it's been damn near two years even on this podcast. His new room pop up. Where's he at right now? He be adding shit on. He just be he got workers out there just on a twenty four hour on a twenty four hour shift. Like listen, Mexican. He got some Mexican cats out there. He got from Home Depot. Like no, let me listen. Yo, he always crossed the line at the beginning. Oh man, he right. He love. He love. No. King of hot takes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the truth. The truth I'm is, King of controversial calls. Right, I'm gonna get right. that you. No, the <laughs> truth is, juice, juice say wilder shit than I do. But because I'm dark skinned, <laughs> shit hit different. Juice likes shit <laughs> with a big beard, and his shit just slide over. Do you remember everything was white women for all 2018? <laughs> but but I say some shit because I'm dark skinned. I can't grow the beardy guy. Look at that nigga beard. Shit is shining. Look at the, no, no, no. People, let's take 20 seconds and look at Juice's beard. Like, yeah, are we pants? Look at this shit. This shit, he grew it in like eight weeks. Not even eight weeks. He grew it in like eight days. <laughs> but Juice get the pass, and I say Mexicans at Home Depot. Like, we don't know the situation. And... Come on. <laughs> See, I think I think I, I think yeah. I slide my shit like in a in a like a, a comical way. You slide your shit out like yo, like you I'm like Rush Limbaugh. Like, hey, <laughs> hold on. You got did some Mexicans. Did you just compare me to a little white man? I mean, a, a well, a, a white man that makes a lot of people mad. That that's like when you just like ah, you like ah. She, Why could I be the Dave Rush Bar? <laughs> Why can't I be the Dave Chappelle of the podcast game or something? Like, why can't I be a black man? Ah, you could be. Mister, uh, I am Dick. Nah, it ain't gonna work. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. See, Lush, we, we on it first. Flush, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> downward, downward. Uh, first of all, nobody addresses me as Flush in this podcast. So I'm about to stop calling myself that. I'm just about to be Hanif. Like, because nobody calls me Flush on this podcast but myself. <laughs> Like, but you'll always be flushed though. Like it doesn't yeah. matter if we say it or not. Like we know who that no, is. No, listen. I had a nigga message like, "Yeah, yo, you gotta help me out." I'm like, "Damn, I'm just neat <laughs> now. Fuck it. <laughs> I gotta live my I gotta live my best life and and realize I'm just neat. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say I'm flushed, but I'm neat in the school. We can rock with it. I'm always neat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bad boy. You know. That's true. All right, let's address. Good, bro. We the first ones on here to talk about this shit. It's been a wild couple hours. And for those of y'all who don't know, we about to drop on Tuesday. So by the time we drop, it's going to be old, but we addressed this shit before other niggas addressed this shit. We should. We should have dropped today. Fuck it. Since we talking, why not? Because I got to sit on the today. list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that bitch that shit he just said, I got to sit on the list. <laughs> I can say, nigga. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, before we talk about that shit, let's address something else, right? Okay. Now, see, now you done did it. You done did it to yourself, Okay. Terrell yeah. Morell. Terrell Dash Morell. When yeah! I say Terrell, when I say Terrell Dash Morell, I want you to know that I'm not, it's not a, a sign. That's his middle name. His middle name is Dash. D-A-S-H-E. I got you. H-E. Right. So Terrell Dash Morell, it was Monday, Labor Day, right? So I'm sitting, I'm laying around the house, chilling, whatever. So he calls my phone. He like, yo, what day? 
you at work? I'm like, no. He's like, what day is it? I'm like, it's Monday. Where's my list? Because <laughs> every Monday I send them the list of what we talked about. My job, because y'all gave me my flowers. My job is hard. So Mondays I used to send him the list so he could have the list. I sent him the list of what we talked about, which used to be his job, but he doesn't want to do it anymore. So I have to do it. So that was his job. <laughs> no, that's the truth. You want some truth for that ass? I'm giving you some truth. Yeah. So the list that he used to do, that he said, I'm not doing no more, you're doing, I have to send it to him. So I sent him the list of what we talked about in order, and I sent him a list of possible names for the podcast. Because whatever we say, I write the shit down, the funny shit that stick out. So this motherfucker calls me, where's my fucking list at? <laughs> I fucking wow. listen. No, but I was so surprised. Like, he really had me where I wasn't ready for that. We could drop the night. Fuck it. Let's drop the night. I don't give a fuck. I seen your list tonight. I don't give a fuck. Bet. I'm about to get some. I got some cauliflower pizza coming my way tonight, too. I don't even, hopefully. Mm. She going to the spot. That cauliflower crushes everything. Oh, we dropping. We dropping drop the night. We dropping the night. All right. Like but let's get back to it. This nigga, Antonio Brown, I wish I knew his motherfucking middle name. <laughs> Either he's the smartest motherfucker in the NFL, or he's absolutely positively the dumbest motherfucker in the NFL. Antonio Brown, what happened was he cussed out the GM on, had to be Thursday. Because mm-hmm. the GM got suspended. They reinstated him, said he was playing Monday. It had to be Friday. Today, today, only, today, only Saturday. today, which is Saturday, they took his guaranteed money, which is $30 million. This nigga just fucked up $30 million. Cussing out the GM. Mm-hmm. Said he wanted to be released. Yeah. Got released. Mm-hmm. Niggas in the world like, this nigga lost he his He got released at noon. <laughs> and by 4 p.m. Eastern time. He didn't sign until 4.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At 4 he, <laughs> he signed with the New England Patriots for one mil, 15, one year, $15 million, $9 million guaranteed. Now, those of you who aren't that NFL savvy, that means that that man gave up $30 million. He fucked up 30 mil. Did he bounce back hard? You shake Did your he head, fuck up him, $30 million? Are you kidding me? He went from playing with fucking Derek Carr to the GOAT. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback that ever walked planet Earth. What are we talking about, yo? Are you yeah. What you don't? Hold on. Are you Let me kidding this me? To you. I got Did two words Tom for you. Tom Brady going to fall off since he was 36. He just turned 42 last month. I got two words for you. Ocho Cinco. What about him? He went to the New England Patriots. Do you think you Ocho talk- Cinco has the same talent as Antonio Brown? Ocho Cinco wasn't a walk in the park. You, You're not going to do that. What? Ocho Cinco was, a, was that man, dog. Antonio Brown is the second best wide receiver that Tom Brady has ever had. Okay, you said yes. that like that. I, address the, you didn't address what we just said. I have to address Ocho anything. Cinco. You said Ocho Cinco. What I said to you just now was, there's only one, one wide receiver so, uh, in 20 years that Tom Brady, so, who went to the Super Bowl nine times, has ever had better. And his name so is Randy Moss. I can understand Nice's point. Like, greatness or even, you know, better than average won't equate to success just because you go to New England because – of Ocho Cinco, the fact that he was talented, but it just didn't seem to work out the way the fact that Randy Moss was Randy Moss and it worked out. Now, to Terrell's point, 
the the talent is different. Antonio Brown to me is a more skilled receiver than Ocho Cinco, even at his prime. Even though Ocho Cinco was really really good, um, and so the question is: Is something really going on with Antonio Brown, or is he like the smart dude in the room and just gangsted his way to another Hall of Fame, maybe the greatest of all time? Quarterback, and he can be on his best behavior, and then get a. Uh, they not gonna play with him. Some they not gonna play. I, I was just gonna say that. Hey, first off, he know we know you ain't going over to New England with the bullshit, bro. Because you will get your papers today. They built a whole organization and foundation on a program that works. They're not fucking it off for you, nigga. So you gonna come over there, and they gonna try to squeeze in one more for this nigga retire. They're not with the bullshit. So I think as of right now, I think that he's potentially the smartest man in the room. We also have to look at it like this, that maybe he's like, look, where I'm at, I'm with the Oakland Raiders. Nigga, I'm getting older. I don't see no ring in the future. I need to get out this situation. And then, hey, something come along, I could probably scoop in and get in there. You never know. Nigga might have been talking to them niggas behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, he got Rosen. Rosen, what's the main man at? Is it Drew Rosen? Rosen? Drew Rosenhaus. Right. To me, it's like a thing where it's though, it's not um, another popular, very known fact is the New England, you have to be very precise in your route run. Now, that, for those of y'all who are not football fans, you might not understand it. That means it's about timing. It's about you doing what the what, what, what the route says instead of doing your own thing. It was Ocho Cinco problem. He ain't learned the playbook, they said. Right. Now, so, the playbook so- ain't that easy. Ahead, yeah, you're bro. right. So here's the question. Does he play tomorrow? Yes or no? They said he can't because the trade went through too late. Hmm. Okay. But he would have. Oh. <laughs> and they said it he might have been. How can he? If, if, co- so somebody he went... They said because he could, they, because it's something about a four o'clock, I literally just read it. They said something about a four o'clock deadline and how um, the Raiders cut him, but that he could play technically if he signed for a team that played on Monday night. He could play Monday night, just however oh. the rules, but he can't play Sunday night for the Patriots against the Steelers. Oh, Pittsburgh, like, like, yeah, <laughs> like, whoop! Definitely like, whoop! Oh, that would have been crazy. Yo, up. don't get that it. He's trying to play. We just that talking about been a goes. <laughs> They, but they that's my like, whole twist. That's it. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Somebody would have to tell him a five and then or yeah. ten and then. For sure. Yeah. And he's a professional and so is Tom Brady. That would have worked. That would have worked. <laughs> we going to see. It's going to be something definitely worth looking. I, I'm not so. The NFL stupid for that rule. I'm what? not so that with the, oh, it's going to work. Yeah. I, I mean. TV for ratings. Like, so you don't right. think so that he's a precise route game. runner? <laughs> oh, I know he is. I know he is, but but in that system, can he learn the system? I guess because because he too- didn't do that in, in Pittsburgh apparently, and and you 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 probably lean on him because he was successful. But apparently, like when Ben threw him under the bus, that was in uh, uh, endemic of what he did, kind of break off routes and do stuff like that. So will that work in Pittsburgh? I think he's gonna get down personally. You gonna get out of there? No choice. You know, Randy Moss, you just cut the gear or and throw his hand up, and Tom Brady used to launch it. I was at but, the game when they beat the shit out the Redskins. I saw it with my own two eyes. But listen, Tom, Randy Moss is a different kind of player. Randy That's Moss is throw it up to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Antonio Brown is a more of a you know shift work crazy. Yeah. But then you got to tone it down. Like Randy Moss at his worst is a walk in a park. 
No, Randy Moss ain't had social media. I think that's the only difference. Even with I was His okay. Antics would have been covered much more. You Hold know what I'm saying? Was was Tio was Tio not worse than Randy Moss? As far as what? Just I don't antics. I don't think so. I, I think, think so. I don't think so. I don't Randy think so. I think Tio actually got caught up in more of the media than Randy, but Randy was pretty bad since like I No, no, no. I'm talking about just not okay. That's not okay. I'm, I'm not talking about the I'm not talking about the street shit. Randy okay. Moss is more of a street nigga. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm talking about more of a from Rand, like, West AAP, That's funny. AAP, huh? <laughs> I said from Rand, West Virginia. Right. Street nigga all day. Ain't no streets in West Virginia, but he Ain't makes no streets a Rand. They don't even have a mayor. Right. So, <laughs> <They're> like Yonkers. <laughs> how do you even know that? It's a miracle to me. Rand <laughs> University. You never watched the 30 for 30? Are you kidding? Nah, I never watched you know, it. I seen it, but I, I, I forgot that they didn't juice, have a mayor. Hang up. Not you, Juice. Get off the podcast. The fuck oh, you mean? You've never seen the thirty for thirty. I'm gonna watch it though. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna fill it he, in. All right, but Randy, but as far as Randy Moss, the little things on the field, I see A A B got to really going to New England. Could you have seen T O going to New England? I couldn't yes. see that. I could have. I could. Should have. Yeah. He should have. We gonna see. I can see T O going. I can see T O you're not cussing Bill Belichick the fuck if, out. Yeah, nah. if he, if he he's not even going to try it. That, that, this has already been said. Don't get it twisted. There was no he ink put the Oh, no. He, he said they wouldn't put up with your antics. Yo, that means he was doing that on purpose, yo. If he don't come to meetings and fall asleep and do all that kind of stuff, that means he was doing it on purpose. And we realized he did get traded to Oakland. But he never yeah. said he didn't want to go. So either they real smart or they just got lucky. But this hey. right here... If, if New England can't do it with you, yeah, this might be his last big check. He's gonna be a minimum contract, dude. First of all, I'm, listen, you go from nine million to losing a thirty million guarantee. We can downplay it all day, nigga. That's a that's a. I hope I get this shit right. But was it about the money though? He want right. a ring, man. Right, right. He want a ring. Hold bro. on. Right. What makes you say that? Because I'm because not, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you like this. If it was me, okay. If I was just no, we, an egotistical, we're not talking nigga. about you. We talking about a big. Okay, I think even though. him as an egotistical person with an ego, right? This this person that's just all about himself, falling asleep in in the means to make a point. If it was just about the money, dog, he would have got the money, played, did what he did, not yeah. been really like a good, great like team guy, and just still played and got his bread and fucked it off. This nigga went through a process. He went through yeah. a he went through a checklist of things he was going to deliberately do to make yeah, a statement. Right. So obviously he had an end result that he got. But end of the day, the problem was in Pittsburgh too. When you hear Ryan Clark talk and certain players, they say he's very selfish. He's very about his stats. But let's be real. Winning. Do you want to be in Pittsburgh too right now? Like, do you want to be with Pittsburgh or you don't want to be with either team? Because I mean, yeah, it was the Steelers. Oakland, yeah, they have a great fan base. But who's popping right now, nigga? Like, there's a team that's popping that, that has showed in a the system they can get it done, and that's New England. There's other teams that's up and coming. You got the Cleveland Browns who might really make a shake. So it's like, what do I do? Do I stay with this fucking team and I see where they're going? Pittsburgh, fuck them. I need to do something. I need to think of something. Dog, mm -hmm. let me tell you something. A deal like what just happened right now mm -hmm. does not happen out of thin air. Mm -hmm. He must have known or had some clue right. Right. that they would scoop him up. Right. But bro, all he had to do was say this before he got traded to Pittsburgh. Yo, 
I don't want to be in Oakland. I won't sign back. Like, I won't come. You get what I'm saying? So, end of the day, if he didn't want to be in Oakland, he could have prevented some of this. I, that's why I don't think it's, it's as planned as, as – But how did he – did he know he was going to get traded right. to He didn't know no trade cause. Yeah. But I know y'all got on no trade calls, but you can say, yo, I'm not going to, or I'm going, I'm not coming. You, you it's right. players that do that. You, you it's right. players that give up, oh, I'm not going. If y'all go, I'm not going to turn. You mean you can take your ball and go. I'm not going to sign. And it deterrence of yeah. Yeah. I think Oakland was willing to give him guaranteed money. And his whole thing was like, promise him guaranteed money if he resigned. And I think his whole thing was playing for guarantees. So it might might have been something in he had a shorter list, looked at the contract, figured out he could work his way out of the contract and work his way out of the contract. Now listen, but 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 also also I think uh Juice's point about like is it about the money? Sometimes it, it really ain't. You know, like you know, in general terms, if you like Terrell say Catching balls from Tom Brady is going to be different than catching balls from Derek Carr and whatever else is going on. You could parlay this. If you're a Super Bowl winning quarterback, I mean, if you're a Super Bowl winning wide receiver for the New England Patriots next year, you done parlay that into more than 50, uh, 30 million guarantee. That's what and, what you, and listen, this is the other thing that makes this the other thing that makes me think he wanted to be in Oakland. When he got to Oakland, he signed the extension. So he, I don't think it's more of a thing like he wanted. He signed a deal after he got there. Well, that's smart. Like two more years. That's smart contract. And that's made smart. But if you don't want to be there, why do that? I mean, I may want to fuck her today. I may not want to fuck her tomorrow type shit. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's just like, right. you know, at the end of the day, when we sit at the table and I'm trying to get the cake, I'm going to say what you want to hear. I'm going to bend and break. I don't know how I'm feeling next week, but I'm going to make sure them loops is in that contract that I can get the fuck but out. This, I don't like this nigga, hold on, it's the same nigga who went through a whole dilemma about his helmet. We all come yeah. on, listen, I think it's all age now. Yeah, it's all, it's all it was all stage. We all listen, no, 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 listen. He was serious about that helmet shit. I mean all, listen. They put the they put the they put it out. This ain't no new thing they put out this year. They made it clear that after a certain amount of time, certain helmets are gonna have, you know, they're gonna be uh moved out of here. We're not gonna use them anymore. They're not safe. So after certain you already knew this. He want them niggas to wait till the last minute to do some shit. They get mad when it's a long line. Like, dog, listen, end of the day, you already knew this was coming. You knew what year this helmet came out. You had this shit since you started. You had this helmet since you started. It's people who had that same helmet who last year went well, to a new helmet. I bet you he's happier mom- today than he's been in a long time. Did you see his reaction when he found out he was released? He called his grandma like, Mama, I'm released. He started running through the house. I'm released. I'm free. That's he the problem. He his for daddy real. wasn't around. His daddy <laughs> need to rip his ass up. He, his grandma raised him. That's why he on that punk ass shit. He on. First of hey, all, you got a haircut he like a Nino Bowl, Brown. Nigga, he gonna be no, listen. We've been grinding niggas up. We need to grind this nigga up. First of all, you walk around with a haircut like Nino Brown. But he ain't got that no more. He got he got like two dreads. This nigga said the bump this motherfucking head. And this nigga 30 years old. So he violated. You ain't no little nigga. You 30 years old. <laughs> Only people can have braids in their head at 30 is Kawhi Leonard and Pusha too. That's it. Hey, talk about, talk about, talk about. Hey, Nino. You got my, hold on, hold on. We gonna make that, hold on. We gonna put that shit down right now. Only niggas over 30 that can wear a fucking braids is Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> and Pusha turns. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Listen, man. I'm tired of seeing, hold yeah. up, real quick. I'm tired of seeing y'all old niggas over 30 walk around with mohawks, like, with the shit in the back all dumb. <laughs> Come on, grow the fuck up, cuz. Yeah, <laughs> Go ahead, Juice. But, hey, I was just saying, like, no, nah, Nino was wild for the haircut, bro. A little hump in his head. Nigga, that like, was 1992, nigga. That was 29, <laughs> 20, 27 years ago. <laughs> this nigga was three years old when Nino Brown came. This nigga shit is actually, oh, my God, this nigga shit is dumb. <laughs> and then this nigga feed off fucked up. Too, just in case y'all see it pop up. <laughs> What'd you say? Okay. Our fifth wheel might punch in too. Right. Okay. And then this nigga walking around with them fucked up ass feet. Like this nigga be fucking up, man. Like let's not act like he just, he ain't that smart, yo. He just I got mean, lucky with. This, but, but listen, he got listen, lucky it, with this New England. Nah, thing. I don't think I don't think luck happens like that. No. I don't think it goes from I get out of situation because because he. For me, it's like, okay, you've been in the news. He, he has been in the news. I mean, enough for me to where I haven't really paid attention. I know he's been in the news. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're in the news. You're talking shit. It's a big deal. Okay, now they're not fucking with you. You end up with New England? Like, how does that even happen? I mean, how does, even, how does New England even get to a place to consider that you may get out of your contract and they can sign you? It's just not. I think this is stage, bro. And I think he's saying, yo, I'm getting older. I want to get a ring, and then I want to try to maybe negotiate and get some more money later. You know, he he could take his chance. I I, I think it was definitely and stage. I mean, Tom Brady, get, Tom Brady could get hit by that new middle linebacker that uh Pittsburgh just drafted tonight, and be out for the fucking season, and it could be over. Be, before them niggas, if it even looks crazy, they gonna blow the whistle and throw a flag up and say it was offside. Like that. Nah, they gonna try by any a hey, Tom Brady is protected. You know what? Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. First of all, we gotta address it. The smartest, the smartest motherfuckers in the room work for Pittsburgh because you just got picks and whatever, whatever little shit you got from them, and it might have been a third round pick, fifth round pick, however that shit worked out. Nigga, Oakland is left with nothing on a on a team already. First of all, let's talk about Oakland that lost. Uh, what's my Khalil name? Mack. Khalil Mack, who was damn near defensive player of the year, and then Amari Amari Cooper went to Dallas and balled the fuck out. So, y'all motherfuckers is fucking up. And y'all gave fucking Gruden, y'all gave Gruden 10 years removed from, y'all gave Gruden 13 years removed from the league, 10 year, like who the fuck is making this? I don't know why they Gruden is so great. What are we talking about? Then they gave, hold on, and I like Y'all wanna know? Do you wanna know? Hold on, hold on. Mike Mayock (laughs) is good on TV. This, this shit all started with him and Mark Mayock. He cussed Mike Mayock, the, Mark, Mike Mayock the fuck out. Who was the GM, who never been a GM. He was on TV doing draft shit, knowing college players. He the GM now. Them niggas got into it, and they released the nigga. Man, I'm on Mike Mayock's side out the most out of all these niggas. Out of the Raiders, out of uh, John Gruden, out of, out of uh, AB, <laughs> in, in general terms. Because he seems the most proficient and what it is that he does. We could say that he just did the analyst stuff, but when I looked at analyst stuff, I listened to people like him because it sounded like he knew what he was doing. Now, if we're talking about he has the mindset to look at film and evaluate players, 
more or less with somebody that's kind of been through that. That's you know, you're looking for maybe maybe he got the uh the bro culture, you know what I mean, bypass, but I don't think he was incompetent in the situation. Ain't nothing he did to me. If anything, I think it's gonna come out later that he and John Gruden was not seeing eye to eye in this situation. I think John Gruden was with it and Mike Mayock was on some yo, we need to protect the organization if I'm really being the GM of the Oakland Raiders, not just a yes boy. To right. me, he don't strike At me. End of the day, End of the day, having a, a, I think when I look at the roster, it's a little, it's a bunch of young cats and it's a bunch of real older guys as far as Oakland. When you make that trade, whoever decision it was to make that trade, when you give up a third round, whatever you give up, you're, you're left with nothing. You're left with nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Like to, and I agree with you as far as Mike May. Like I don't see him being a guy who, who's, who's open arms as far as a, a AB. Yeah, He's right. gonna do what he gotta do on TV right. when that time come, but. At the end of the day, man, somebody fucked up. Like that's like somebody yeah. fucked the pack up. Like that, somebody fucked the pack up. Like somebody, somebody got to suffer for this shit. But the Pittsburgh still looks smart at the end. Cause John Gruden got eighty million dollars left. Oh, you hate Listen, man, John Gruden is a is a blonde haired blue eyed motherfucker who sounds great when he talks and. He did the little QB shit. He sit down with the college motherfuckers. And, and this is America, dog. At the same time, we still talking about, you know what I'm saying, NFL, dog. Niggas fleeing for their lives. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what oh, we talking shit. about. Yeah, we talking, we talking, because they, 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 they doing whatever for a check. They doing, they, they doing whatever for a check. I'm going to just keep it real. Charm guy going to keep it real tonight, goddamn. You know, at the end of the day, um, John Gruden, these, these coaches, I mean, we was on cap ass. We was on cap ass. But let's not forget why they wouldn't hire him. So we already know y'all don't like niggas. So anytime motherfucker, you know, Johnny, he, he, he was great on fucking, you know what I'm saying, Monday Night Football. He's on Monday Night Football. He's on Monday Night Football. Yeah. He's on Monday Night Football. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, I mean, he was great. So we just said, you know, and everybody, you know, social media, when the social media age, I was one of them. Hey, man, John Gruden need to coach. Now, I had, now, by the time he got the job, I had stopped saying that shit at least four years. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But it was like, we was like, man, he ought to come back. He ought to come back. Bill Cowher. He, people talking about even Bill Cowher. Damn, the Texans need Bill Cowher. <laughs> but, 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 no, it get, it get to a place where it's like, nigga, it's done. You probably really don't know what you're doing. You're going in there with an the ego. You paid already. You're talking to these players any kind of fucking way. And they yeah. looking at you like, nigga, fuck you. Yeah. Nigga, this this ain't this ain't when 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 the uh the Bucks win the Super Bowl. Nineteen ninety nine. It wasn't his team, yo. Two thousand one was it? 2001? That was Tony Dungy team. Tony yeah. Dungy. You're right, but it's kind of dog. You're old, like it's about the what's my man name? Sean McVay. Is that the, my man in the Rams? The Rams, yeah. It's more of that, more of even even the coach in Pittsburgh, like. And he went through. He, he went through a lot. Like I think, me. honestly, and I know y'all uh, AFC AFC North guys. So y'all AFC North, right? Yeah, AFC North guys. South. Right, right. So AFC North guys, y'all don't really want to. You know, y'all don't got no love for Tomlin. But end of the day, um, I think really Pittsburgh is better by subtraction. You know what I'm saying? Without the drama, like end of the day, Pittsburgh looks like the smartest smartest motherfuckers in the room because no matter what you got, even if it's a third round pick, you see Oakland left with nothing. You get what I'm saying? Like Oakland, the Oakland Raiders, man, that shit is. I know Al Davis. It's right, right, right. Like, damn, what the fuck did I leave? My son fucking it all the way up. And then Just you talking win, about going baby, to Vegas? Yeah. What you going to Vegas with? Like, they might as well go ahead and trade main man Carr. They might as well go ahead and trade him and just start off brand new. Yeah, because the way it's looking, like, like if you, when we even talk about the draft, like I remember, I'm a draft guy. 
and don't get me wrong, I'm not the guy who knows every single every single person, everything like that. But when I remember when they drafted their first round pick, which is deep at the end, people was like, "Yo, he shouldn't have went that early." So they picks was looking crazy. Like it's looking like like that fucking whatever that 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 that, that fire they got going on over there. Like they they got that shit going on in, in Oakland too with the Ray. Like Marshawn, good thing Marshawn got away from that. Like that shit, that shit ain't looking good. I know Oakland probably ready to get rid of the motherfucker. The way Sad. that shit looking. Well, yeah, oh yeah, because what, what? Oh uh, yeah, because they're going to Las Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, they going to Las Vegas. I always thought year. Oakland would, would, you know, where football go to die, man. Like this, like football exile, bro. Like the now, nah, what happens when it goes to Vegas and money gets involved? Real money. Oh, <laughs> it'll just be right there. You know what I'm saying? This nigga. Yeah. Hey, dog. Let's not act like that ain't finna. Act. Listen, dog. Oh no, no, that's gonna happen. Well, I'm that's just saying it's a real thing, and I mean, you know, I think they'll do better when they go to Vegas. They're not gonna be know. good. The way it's looking, the way it's looking, like uh, uh, Mike Mayock and um and Gruden. Yeah, somebody fucking up. Mm. <laughs> somebody gonna understand on this shit. Oh, they, they ain't gonna never blame on John Gruden. You know what I'm saying? Mike Mayock has to be fired next week. It's yeah, Gruden. He's a- Gruden got rid of Matt and um Cooper. That wasn't Mayock wasn't even there yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. May I may I get a letter out like yo we finding him and say you got to be all in or not? May I put the letter out and say hey he might be suspended or whatever? John Gruden say he probably gonna play Monday. That's Gruden, man. Right? Oh yeah. Oh listen, y'all got, you this can like... walk like that because you eighty million in. He don't know how to talk to them kids. And I say kids like millennials. I don't mean like children. I mean like they 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 different. You know what I'm saying? But see, you know what it is too? Like, and, and you're right about that. Like, it's it's parent shit. It's like mom and dad. And mm-hmm. mom backhand and mom going to meet dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? They try mom like, and pop their way. Yeah, for sure. Listen, no, because maybe I try to put the thing down, he's going to be suspended. And yeah. then it's like eight hours later, he's playing on he's playing on Monday yeah. night. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. They got me out like a punk ass parent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I don't think he that. No, nah, he not. May I got the butt out. Don't hit the kids. <laughs> yeah. Ruin that mom. Don't hit yeah. my kids. Don't hit my kids. He ain't no little dude. Didn't he play or something? He ain't no little dude. You know what I'm saying? That matters. Oh, listen. Yeah. I think Mayock a rumbling. That, but that's what I said. I think he wanted to smoke. That matters. Yeah. Fuck you say? Mayock probably took his shit off, too. Like, rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. How you I feel mean... about that? How you feel about that, uh, boy? How you feel about that, uh, this whole A-B thing? I think he got so I got like three po- peace everybody. What's going on, man? What's up, Jordan? I think he got like uh for one, I think he got CTE. Um, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. Yo, who he, got I'll CTE? Like, uh AB? Yeah, I think he got CTE. His yo, his behavior too erratic, bro. Like that's a that's a that's a sign. Be all over the place. All over that's the what place. I'm saying. Like, I think he got CTE. I think that Mike Mayock pulled up on him old school. Mike Mayock was a safety. That's what yeah. he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he pulled it. up on him old school. That ain't going to fly with somebody like AB. And I think that what's going to happen with this, like, I think it's a lot of things. So, the, for one, the Raiders, the Davis family isn't independently wealthy. I think they were trying to get out of that, that deal, the same way they were trying to get out of that Mac deal. They don't have money. But why like, sign them to the extension, though? They signed them to an extension. 
Yo, you know, you know what's up with NFL yeah. extensions, bro. What Terrell say last week? I guarantee, yo. That's yeah. it. They signed me to a hundred million dollar extension. If it's only guaranteed three million dollars, you know what I got? Three you ain't million dollars. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, Hold on, real quick. So you saying they just don't have the money to pay him anyway? Yo, I don't. I don't. I, I heard that. Yo, they they were the brokers. The brokers. No, yeah, they, they, they not independently money. wealthy. They have they they don't they not independently wealthy, bro. They that's why they lost Vegas money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And when you can get out of bad deals, that's what they doing. Stop putting yourself. The Gruden deal is a bad deal. These it's niggas horrible. is the king of bad ten deals. Years? Ten years? You give a coach 10 years guaranteed? What? 100 million. What? Who deserves Who deserves a 10-year deal? Bill Belichick. A million. 10-year deal. Bill Belichick. Who else deserves a 10-year deal? I would get a, the young boy with the same. The young boy with... uh. With, wow. with the Rams, I I'll give, give him. I wouldn't give him ten years either. Yeah, nobody it's ten years. is worth ten years, a hundred million, and his name is Bill Belichick. That's it. From just showing improvement, just showing improvement. And, and Nick Saban in college. <laughs> That's Not it. Not even Nick Saban. You don't get no pass for everybody just coming there because y'all paying them anyway. And Nick Saban don't get no pass for that. I mean, <laughs> fuck no. On his terrain, he does. I'm just saying, like, there's, no, there's bro. no. No, the bro. game. Hold the, on. the game evolves too quickly to be giving niggas ten years. Bro. Hold on, I think you might want to, and y'all might think I'm tripping. Andy Reid, the the mind Andy Reid got. Here he fucking go. Here he go. This Homer shit. Damn, oh, Homer he playing Kansas, he yo. Kansas City. Go ahead, yo. Go ahead. Andy Reid, Kansas City. Yo, can, yo, before you, hey, bro, who who facilitating the podcast today? I got a question. Nigga, I'm always facilitating. Oh shit! It's like no, no, I'm glad. Don't be that I just guy. wanna know. I just wanna know why this man's like your man knee. Everything go back to Philly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everything go back to Philly. Yo, that wasn't even no Philly <laughs> shit though. Go back to Philly, bro. That wasn't even no Philly shit though, bro. Everything go back to Philly. You know what the Hold best on. thing is, yo? Yo, they be yo, hey, bro. You talk about the economy, like yo, the economy going crazy in China. You see what they doing? He be like, but listen. Did you did you know that China got the Philly cheesesteaks over in China now? <laughs> first off, first off, let me they put shrimp. You. They put shrimp. You'll in never hold on. You'll never hear Flush talk about. You'll never hear me talk about the economy. First off, <laughs> so you already fucking it up. Okay. Secondly, look at that offense. I'm not even ain't even no Philly shit. That offense that he doing in 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 in, in Kansas City ain't it's never. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When the last right. time Andy Reid won anything? Never. Oh, first okay. of all, all right. first of all, I'm just checking that in. offense. That's the all same offense that Alex Smith ran, and it ain't looked like that until Patrick Mahomes got there. Right. But who drafted him? Who who traded up for him? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he got him. He got well, him. Well, 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 that offense was looking good with Alex Smith. It no, was. no, 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 not like that. <laughs> it's not. It's not looking that good. It's not, not looking. It's not this, not, no. Not 80-yard bombs. Like, my money looking funny. Bombs. And nigga, hold on. Yeah. Don't let, hold on. Don't let Sammy Watkins get the fuck off the injury reserve or uh, take the Band-Aid off. He's done. The done done. Listen, if that nigga even come a little bit close to what uh, he could do. He got that, uh, he got that foot that last eight weeks. It break every year. This nigga, man. <laughs> he can't take a hit. You shouldn't be playing receiver. This foot break every year. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, this the only nigga. Hold on, this the only nigga talking cow to me with a fucking bowl of noodles. <laughs> this nigga deep. In, what is that? Chili? No, this thing got some. What is that? A bowl of. 
That ain't even oodles and noodles. Like, that's some shit. He's better. He's I better. Bet, listen, I bet he got seasonings in his bag. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga got hot sauce. And, you at work? He's better at work. Like, listen, we, we can only have Jordan on at work. Him at the house is not going to do it. <laughs> that shit's over. This nigga's on fucking, on camera, on a podcast. Just you couldn't eat the noodles before you came on. Like you knew you was coming. You even look like I need these noodles for the podcast. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott lit the fuck up. All right, let's get on it, with man. Let's go. You grinded me up too. I had to get you. Hey, you on the snaps today, dog? You snapping? I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad. I'm glad you're in. Got handy with that mute button. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was terrible without the mute button. Hey, Juice, what's wrong, Juice? You got you a little sleepy? No, you think I'm high. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm always high, nigga. I smoke every day. I'm nothing, nigga. I'm high. Hey, hey, smoke weed every day. Every, every day. Every day. Every day. No doubt. Um, All right. Yeah, man. Are we done? We done with uh? Yeah, we over that shit. Let's move on, man. We ain't fucking talking about it. Right. I don't know where I want to go. Y'all want to talk about Nikki retiring? No. Fuck <laughs> her. We got to address it. No, we got to address it, yo. You, you said it. That's it. <laughs> like, retired. Nah, nah. She called. She dope. I mean, she doing Nigga, I thought she already you know. retired, nigga. I thought she retired yeah. three albums ago. Is that she the like, cop out? Is that the cop out? Nikki Minaj is like NBA players. Like, some NBA, like, Nikki Minaj is Carmelo Anthony. Dang, dang You're retired. You just don't know it. <laughs> Yo. oh. Hey, look though. I think I think the song she had with Megan Thee Stallion was dope. I think she dope. I don't I don't know why she felt the need to, to say she retired, but I think she dope, man. I, I think she had a chance. I mean, we was like looking at it like I know me, you know, my music guys. We were talking. We was like, "Yo, it, if Nikki keeps this up, bro, she might be able to really just go ahead and do her thing again." So I, I don't. I guess her retirement may be more so just fatigue, man, with this shit. Like, yo, I, I've done fatigue it from what, yo? It, so I mean, he just oh, try, trying he, to do it. You remember the whole line when he said, "That's like being the tallest midget." Right. There was no fucking pass. There was nobody around. There was nobody around. It'd have been better. So, for her not to even said it and just kept doing what she doing, which is nothing. Right. nothing. I mean, on the radio, like transition. Like, I don't, she act like she don't see it. All right, so she's going to have a whole chapter in the history of, uh, uh, what's the right word? Women in hip hop, right? right. Correct. Um, period. Whether you like her or not. And she can tour in perpetuity. Like, them people are going to grow with her and like her songs and will, you know. Her bass will always be a thing. Yeah, she not need to know that she too old to be acting like that. So just be the normal self you are. Parlay this uh, Queen Radio into some sponsorship that you get paid for. Keep doing that. Do 50 Cent type situations where you make a song once a year and it's the soundtrack to some other platform that you're just doing and your nice ride off into media and not just being a rapper. Nobody is checking for no 13 songs every other year from you no more. That's just, but it's been like that for a while, so I don't know why she don't know that. Is this the twist? She's not that interesting. Who listens to Queen Radio? A lot of people, not us. Do they? <laughs> I didn't know. When that shit dropped, I didn't know. Did she do it every week? 
What, what's, what's the schedule like? I don't even know. What hey, man, is. Jordan has inspired me, dog. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to whip these hoes. Man, up. you right <laughs> around the noodle episode. Hey, right hey juice, 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 juice. What's up? Noodle episode. Juice, it's these over everything, bro. Just but yeah, no, no, no. I've had those. I know those are those. those, are those See, <laughs> see, the real niggas know. Yeah, real niggas know. We know what's up. <laughs> no, listen. Guess what? I was a real nigga at five years old, nigga. I swear to God, I can't stand. I can't stand the smell of fucking noodles, dog. The smell of that shit. I can't. I, I hate that shit so much as a kid, dog. I went. I, oh. going, I went. I bit. Uh, I ain't had no meat today, so I've been trying to hold out. Mm. Yeah, so back to Nikki, right? No. Back to, you said no. <laughs> no I, I, I'm, I'm cool with that, too. I have no problem with that. I'm going to tell you what we need to talk about. I'm going to tell you what we need to talk about. Nikki, you get it. Bye. You're gone. Okay. This Malik Yoba shit. We got to talk about that shit. Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. We, hey, Not listen, dog. Dude. Listen, listen. I'm talking to everybody in TV land on this one. I am a straight... I am a heterosexual black man. I want a woman who was born a woman who has ovaries and a vagina. If I don't want to mess with someone who isn't that, like they were born with the dick and then they cut it off because they just, you know, that was their thing, how they felt, that has nothing to do with me. I don't want that. I don't want that. And that doesn't make me homophobe, transphobic, or anything. Also, if you're a nigga, that likes to fuck with someone who is now a woman with a dick, whether it's there or not. You like men and you're gay. <laughs> you need to just say that you're gay. No one's tripping, bro. You're gay. It's 2019. It's here. It's around. I work with people that are gay in the music industry, people that are, are assistants or whatever. It's cool. Nobody's tripping on that. As a real nigga, you gotta know you you you're around niggas that may have a sexual preference that's not your own. That doesn't mean that we not friends. That don't mean that we not cool. You got family members like that. Well, it doesn't matter. That's your thing. Now I'm not going to hang out where you hang out at, obviously. Because if I go out to the club, it's usually for some cat. Okay, there's no cat where you're at. I'm not over there. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I don't have that. I'm gonna disrespect you. I'm not gonna love you. I'm not gonna treat you as family. We're not bigots here, but please let's let's stop trying to push this agenda that straight men should also adopt transsexual women a part of the whole the cat group. Now you ain't in the cat group. Real quick, let me go real Who quick. First of that? all, that's a thing. Hold on, real quick. Hold on, real quick. Cool. What are you eating? Pretzels. Come on, keep going. <laughs> all right. So, okay. But, okay. Secondly, to me, it felt like what? Where did this come from, bro? Like, did somebody ask you something? Why? To me, it feel like an attention grab. Because it's like, oh, nah, who's he, talking uh, about somebody else? Well, nah, it can't. So, so you know, rumor has it that he is, uh, you know what I mean? Of the, uh, <laughs> Switch lane. What is he? What is he? What is he? Uh, he prefers men. That's like, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a legend that. Yeah, that's, that's been like a thing. That's been like an unspoken truth for like years. Yeah. Oh, uh, and that's why he kind of like fell off the platform, almost like off the map a little bit. Why? Hollywood. But there's no hold on. Well, he went from no... undercover to God Dago Empire. What are you talking about? That's a long drive. No, 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 yeah. no. He had the little. He had the little. 
He got he got hit by the car on uh, I think I love my wife or uh, bro. That was like twenty years later. That was like twenty years later. One of them joints. Tyler Perry shit. How many plays you watching? That was like twenty years later. How many plays is you watching? All that wasn't a play. It was a movie. First of all, I don't watch that first, shit. Nigga. So y'all not gonna box me in that corner. Yeah, I don't watch like, that shit. Every week you come here with some Tyler. Hold on. Perry. If you watch the last episode, I said very clearly, Tyler Perry fucking. I didn't the watch the last. episode. So, <laughs> you were there, motherfucker. <laughs> Tyler Perry fucked the coochie up. I told you that. You try you know to much coochie out of podcast too. Uh, <laughs> you try to name the podcast that too. Because he do fuck the coochie up. Milk don't be better you get some coochie. Don't watch no Tyler Perry shit because you're gonna laugh at some shit. Your girl gonna be like, "Oh, you think that's funny? Oh, that's what you want?" It fucks up the coochie. Now, back to the- <laughs> I'm like Spongebob. All right, man, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm with the what Spongebob mean, I'm out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. That shit was hilarious. That shit. Hey, okay. I got some women coming through. Here, here, but here's how it all happened, dog. There was a guy who killed himself. It was a video that went viral where he admitted that he liked transsexual women. And uh, that was what he liked. And it went viral. Uh, I think a pawn is going viral. The dude was heavily embarrassed. He killed himself. Mm -hmm. um, so after that happened, Malik Yoba decided to step up and uh, say how he felt about the situation. And I totally agree with that. I, I totally agree with having humanity and compassion for someone who feels that way, that, that feels like they need to kill themselves. I mean, we've talked about this on this podcast. We don't want anybody thinking you know, that we're bigots and we're anti this or anti that. We're gonna always speak our truth and what the truth is. So we're not against anybody killing themselves or getting killed or, or whatever. And we have compassion for people that feel this way. But there's becoming this situation where I feel like there's an attack on real masculinity and real mm -hmm. manhood, and, and especially with black men. And it's like, there's always a black man that's at the forefront of saying that he's fucking with this shit as mm -hmm. a straight man. Look, if you're a gay man, we get it. Nobody's, that's not newsworthy, but you're saying I'm a heterosexual man and this is okay. It's like we're always. You're not heterosexual, to, bro. You're not. You're not. You're not. And that's okay. Like in this world right now, this is the thing that fucks me up. There's no better time for you to just be who you are. Right. Because at the end of the day, the people who have something to say about you being who you are are the bad guys. Before, right. Right. when our, uh, our ancestors are before in time, being, you know, who you are it's like almost even when you watch shows you gotta have a gay guy a lesbian somebody you have to incorporate that into what you're doing because, or it looks like you're not which is why man could make it if he just came if he came out if he was gay i don't know why he thinks he... i mean he he already to me that's what you said yeah and but no, live, your, live your life my g like something wrong with straight man but you gotta but act then like the shit what make me think it's suspect, oh, no. or you think it's for attention? Because then the next day you like, oh, thanks for all the support I'm receiving. But nigga, you you looking for the you looking for the come up? You looking for the attention? Yeah. Ain't nobody checking for you, bro. But at the like, end of the day, have we really grown as a society, or are we still bashing people that are gay? Because it seems like these brothers are having trouble saying that they're probably just gay. I don't know where's the trouble at because end of the day. There's no better time to come out and say that's your situation. Because anybody, you're not going to receive any kind of, if you're an NBA player, motherfuckers are going to tiptoe how they go around you when, and maybe the 80s, it wouldn't have been that way. 
You get what I'm saying? We, we remember 1991, players didn't want Magic Johnson to play in the All-Star game with eight. You get what I'm saying? So you couldn't even pull that shit right now. You get what I'm saying? So the way how sensitive things are, dog, you can be free in your space more now than ever. And it was just you know Carl Malone, bitch ass, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Carl Malone, straight hoe. Sorry. And that knee, that knee up was an offensive foul. Like, I had to beat him the fuck up. All the time, dog. And he a little not, husky, too. First of all, let's be clear. That husky shit don't mean nothing. Like, I will beat you the fuck up stronger shit, dog. Like, he I from Louisiana, though. I ain't been to gym in years, nigga. I will knock you clean the fuck up. He is from Louisiana. He's 6'8". Flush, he's 6'8", from Louisiana. I still get him out of here. That ain't no easy. That ain't no easy go. I ain't say it was easy. <laughs> it was he might get me. He had to fight me every day, though. <laughs> Who you said you would fight? Who you said you would fight? <laughs> you said Carl Malone. Oh, oh, Floyd Mayweather. Bruce Lee. You say somebody. Floyd Mayweather. I said, give me Floyd Mayweather and the best of you. Like I whoop Floyd Mayweather ass in the. Yo, sport. he you you would be sleep. You crazy. Yeah. He can't knock out a little nigga. You not like that nigga ain't hitting that fucking. Hey, so, so, some niggas you just gotta put some niggas you gotta put the pound on, bro. There might be a couple listen, niggas like I'm talking about I'm not talking about in a it, listen, in a ring with gloves, I can't do nothing with Floyd Mayweather. Yo, he in the best beat of you, you, he'll beat you in a phone booth. <laughs> listen, no, 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 no. Don't listen. Just because he'll beat listen, I love you. Just because he'll beat you in the phone booth, don't mean he's gonna beat me in the phone booth. Yo. You can be comfortable with that. I'm listen, I'm gonna slam the shit out this nigga. In the best he, of you. You can't touch him. Floyd fucking you up, yo. He <laughs> fucking crazy. All right. Flush. Tell that nigga, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that nigga, look at no. T-ass. Tell that nigga, say some shit to my girl. I'll beat Floyd man with the clean the fuck up. I'm not talking about. Let T.I. walk on him. That's because he legally, he legally know he can't punch him. Ain't nobody where That nigga don't punch nobody. All he do is dip, dodge, and hold. Come on, man, stop that shit. I ain't gonna lie, man. Them fists, them, fists gonna be, them fists gonna be different out in the streets, bro. Listen, though, he don't hit that fucking hard. I'm talking about a fight. A fight is, I can slam you. I can grab you. Hell you out. If he all, listen, if he all that. By the time, <laughs> by the time you grab him, he well, hit you 10 times. We not talking about Mike, and it don't hurt. If it don't hurt fucking Pacquiao, that shit don't hurt me. All right, listen, it can hurt you, cuz. And that's cool. <laughs> wait, 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 nigga. Did quick, you say that if it don't hurt Pacquiao? Did you just say he's, he's a train boxer? Listen. He's a train boxer. My jaw ain't sweet. I done had niggas get, get their shit off on me, and I'm still out Not here. professionals, though. Dog, listen, that nigga don't hit that fucking hard, bro. All right. Listen, Mike Tyson don't walk around with six security guards. If you that nice and you that thorough, what the <laughs> fuck do you need six security guards for? <laughs> Because people going to try you. And Mike used to have security. Mike don't. Because niggas don't he, want that smoke. I don't want that Mike 50. smoke. At 50 years old. Oh, so you telling me you want that Mike smoke at 50 before you want that Floyd smoke? No. I don't oh, want okay. any of it. Oh, all right. I don't oh, want any of Because right. I'm going to get you let, checked out. I'm not going to let Floyd hit me. Listen, you listen. Hey, listen. Cousin, if you can't check out Floyd, we jump on that nigga. Like, fuck that nigga. That's a fact. Listen. Y'all there? Y'all better not let Floyd get one up on me. Y'all better nah, that's a fact. Me. That's a fact. We gonna probably have to jump him from start though. Now we're gonna jump him from start. Give me a fair one. I got him. Hold up. It's about a thousand pounds on here. We all we got a jump little 150-pound Floyd Mayweather. You talk about you. All right, well listen. When he when he when he lied to you the fuck up, I'm gonna be like, hold up, y'all. Jordan said let him have it. <laughs> he like, yo, he he killing Jordan out there. No, Jordan said he got it. No, that I little said, nigga. I'm that nigga is a hundred. 
That nigga 150 pounds, bro. Yo, he will put 10 of them right here at the same spot. Go ahead. And I'm going to slam the shit out you, cuz. Like, I'm going to grab this little right here. And I'm going to do one of these joints. Listen, do y'all remember the wrestler Taz from ECW? Yeah. I'm going to grab this nigga and throw this nigga over my fucking head and see where the fuck you land at. I can't recall any wrestlers because I started having sex at a very young age. I got to say this, bro. So hold on. I can't lie to you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This nigga, so. You know what? I'm not even going to accommodate myself. Uh, I got a I got a happy home. You see the picture in the back. I'm not even going to. Hey, let me see the picture again. One. <laughs> I'll let you have that one, cousin. So, solid. No, no, you take you take you fill for right there, right now, so you can let everybody know that you're your girl on the wall. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> that shit three episodes in. <laughs> no, I know. I just want to bring it up now because I want to see how you was rocking. Hey, bro, any nigga that trains four or five months, runs, eats a certain way, don't be fucking and shit just to fight one night, I don't want no parts of that. First of <laughs> all, you think Floyd, hold on. Do you really think, hold, Mike Tyson said he, Mike Tyson won a World Heavyweight Championship Burning. Mike Tyson's the night niggas out to take their stuff. So anything he says is going to be wild. <laughs> hold on. How do we get here? Where were we at? We talking about Malik Yoba. Like, how the fuck did we get the Floyd Mayweather bum? Because you said bro, you, said you could beat up Floyd. You said I've been saying that Floyd. shit, and I mean that shit. Like, Floyd said what my he ass put, up. He no, you said you beat up Carl Malone. We, was, we were talking about basically right. Carl Malone. Right. You're so, not beating up Carl Malone. You're not beating up Carl Malone. Listen, cousin, if you don't got the confidence, that's cool. I, no. I, I believe I believe in these hands. Have you ever fought somebody from the South? <laughs> that nigga say 6A from Louisiana. And he's some wrestling. That, listen, I seen a nigga in Job Corps, fight a nigga from the South, and he wrestled this nigga, had this nigga like this. As he nuts, as he nuts, they had he nuts like this. Maybe had he nuts, it was a little nigga too. Had he nuts like this, awesome, box me. <laughs> Matter of fact, your brother, I mean, your cousin ain't from the fucking South, but this nigga's a wrestling ass. This nigga right here, old Kurt Angle ass. <laughs> Hold on, Hacksaw Jim. Hacksaw Jim Duggan ass nigga. Truth be told, the wrestler in the family is the doctor. I don't know. Hold on. This nigga right here is the wrestler. Hacksaw Jim Duggan ass. Yeah, the wrestler in the family is the doctor. Bro, bro, oh, Brutus the Barber. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Roll warriors talking animal looking ass. <laughs> the fuck out of there. This nigga used to wrestle the shit out me like, hey bro, rumble me though. <laughs> hey bro, get off me and rumble me. Mommy, hey, mommy, get I didn't ever say, I didn't, I didn't say I, that. I got witnesses. That's what we're not going to do. Don't, don't let me call. That's what we're not going to do. Make, call, who you going to call? Make, make some phone call. Yo, we talk about Malik Gilbert right now. Like, let's talk. Let's get back to Malik. <laughs> I know you. Yeah, exactly. We talk. Nigga, about- who the fuck you gonna call? Was nobody around when I was when you thought you had me? Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit, I ain't never going to admit that shit. When you thought you, when I let you win, nope. I let him win. Because he big bro. And I, I need his confidence up. Okay. He big bro. I need his confidence up. Who you calling, JC? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. JC ain't answering. Don't worry about it. You lucky that shit went to voicemail. Yeah, I ain't lucky shit, nigga. Do it now. You came to Philly, you ain't want no smoke. <laughs> yeah.
My bad. All right, let's get back to the podcast. I'm back in the gym. I will dump your ass. Don't get it. Hey, man, the, don't you get ain't basically nobody. fucking dump. Nigga, I'm 20 pounds right over here, too. Fuck and I'm 20 pounds right here, too. Don't get nigga, it. You went from eight pounds. Hold on. You want a juice, too, because this nigga went from, I told Chidi, I said, T. This nigga was on a podcast on Sunday talking about he eight pounds lighter. Then it was Thursday. This nigga was 20 pounds lighter. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, I lost 20. I'm like, well, hold up. This nigga just said he lost eight. I'm down 20. You under you under two, Ralph? Hell no. no. I ain't under two. I was like, damn nigga. Listen, hold on. Jordan, look at this nigga head. <laughs> wow. He got a hair like a rock waller. This nigga ain't under no motherfucking two, nigga. This nigga gonna bite the shit. This nigga gonna bite the shit out you. I got under two. I was I was under two hundred like a month ago. I'm two seventeen now. Nigga, I ain't been under 200 since the 90s, oh. nigga. You know the fucking fucking. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, hold up, say that out loud. Hold up, say that out loud. How that sound? It sounds about what? Sounds about right. Ashley, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she was never around for that shit. <laughs> Ashley, make me make me call your fucking phone. She was never around for that. Shit. <laughs> Ashley, so look at my face. Damn fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Ashley, you wasn't my Ashley. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> we recording the podcast. So. The podcast? When I want your punk ass on the podcast, and the other time you're in the airport and you ain't got no fucking signal. <laughs> you right, wasn't over there for that you. shit. Thank you for the the, the right. clarification. No, no, that shit don't certify nothing. Fuck out of here. That shit's a lie. They 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 on the same page with that shit. You told her beforehand. You see my fingers? That's hot. They fucking was on some shit with that shit. <laughs> Back to the fucking podcast we're doing right now. Yeah. We'll talk about this shit in a minute. Where we at? Uh, oh, we got to talk about something. It's some, oh, this nigga Jay-Z comments. Jay-Z said. Yeah, that nigga chick. This nigga. Now, hold on. Let's, 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 let's be specific. Jay, now, these comments came out. He did them in January. It's crazy how shit happened at a certain time. And the shit, and just when you in some shit, some other shit come out. <laughs> they lie that shit up so fucking crazy. So in January, and don't don't quote me, but Jay-Z said something to the extent that because we're black men, and we have a few black men on here that were raised in households where their fathers were present. But he said that black men in households where their dads wasn't present, they become defiant, and that's where the problem with the police come in. Am I am I am I wrong in, in that statement? Did pretty I, much. Did I do that right? That's, 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 that's pretty, pretty much what he's saying. Pretty much blame. So, give me some fucking feedback. Give me some feedback, fella. I stopped listening to Hove two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I stopped reading the articles. I stopped paying attention. Like, yo, I made it. I made it to I made that same decision. I was like, you know what, if I'm going to enjoy this music for the rest of my life, I can't, <laughs> I can't take nothing he's saying. Like, I can't listen. I can't read it. I can't do it. Boy, then, you don't get me. Like, that's how I, I, I felt. It was, uh, it was ridiculous, actually. And, and it's sad on some level, you know, just because of who he is on the other, other end. And I don't know if y'all know, but it came out that some of the money or whatever the proceeds was going to this... Uh, this social justice group 
that the lady on basically Twitter and Instagram cutting the dreadlocks off of boys, talking about a new life and all this other. She looked real weird, you know, uh, uh, handling these. It, in Chicago? Cut the check to them. Huh? In Chicago? Yeah. 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 And so, like, when you say, when you say they're going to donate the social, to, so I don't, you know, I, you just, it's, it's, that's the whole point. What what you gonna do with it, right? And so somebody getting paid. It's a reason Meek Mill didn't put that thing on his own page. You can't tell me it ain't. Come on, man. So why you looking? Well, so I got y'all one better. So is so through through research I've read that the sole the reason he jumped on on the back of this uh, prison reform uh, movement narrative. He is uh, one of the main investors in this company who creates a technology, who's creating a technology that will allow GPS trackers to be installed uh, internally instead of like the bracelets or the anklets and felons while they on parole. Uh, you said Jay Z though he he on the same page with them. He's he's one of the investors. I got a hard. I, I'm not. I, I need to see something. <laughs> Yo, it's, I need, y'all not gonna do. You're not gonna do hope like this. You're not gonna do hope I'm like this. I'm telling you, if you wanna listen to the Hold music on. for the rest of his life, this nigga, this nigga did 22 twos, bro. Hold on. Yo, he did. You must love me. Hold on. We. I, Yo, I gotta, if you wanna, if you wanna still listen to the music, you gotta. Don't listen to nothing. His none of his politics, bro. Yeah. Just let him cook. Let him cook, man. Yeah. Like real shit. I'm a nigga who really canceled out R. Kelly. Like half on a baby. Like some of the. The shit that I really, 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 I mean, it's, I, I feel you, though. But I, I, think, it was some I, shit. I think R. Kelly different I, because he, ain't nobody co-signing nothing he do. I think Jay-Z really has shown us that, you know, who he was. And it's just been ton seemingly tongue-in-cheek up until something, you know, something like this. Yeah. To me, this is the first major misstep. I said him going on there and trying to... Request a journalist and not have him record and all that other dumbass shit. It's a reason you do that because you know it ain't on the up and up. If if nobody, I said it before, nobody was in the room that anticipated people was gonna feel a certain kind of way, then like I, that means you got a room full of yes men, and that's what you've been yeah. trying to run from your whole career. And just because you're a billionaire does not give you the license to now be the social authority. People are still getting gunned down in the streets. Period. What you going to do about it, right? And I'm not looking for you to do nothing, but don't look for me to co-sign your partnership with the NFL. I'm not buying it. I'm not All right. I said it last show. Until these niggas build some banks, pump some money, into the, it, sow some seeds into the soil, soil, create some real jobs, really come up with solutions to our economic problems, really talk about reparations for black people, which we do deserve it because we have been held hostage against our will for so many fucking years and built really this country what, yeah i don't care what these niggas do i've been in support of jay-z's my favorite rapper but i honestly have to say you know those comments silly as fuck you know at the end of the day we know we have a problem in, in the black home but we cannot make this synonymous with death deaths and cops but the we problem in the black home the problem in the black home comes from Police, and right. I mean a lot of it was a lot of black men 
getting taken out of their home. This is death. The police were made to enforce laws against black men. There was no police system before the end of slavery. You understand? We're not talking uh, 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 what came first, the chicken or the egg. Clearly, a, a caste system of racism and slavery came first. Out of that was birth Reconstruction. Out of that was birth Jim Crow. Now, we're talking about our great-grandmother having been born during this time. My grandmother's having been born during these times. We ain't talking about 400 years ago, right? So, so do not blame the computer for having a virus. You blame the person that made the virus. Now, I will say this. I don't, I do honestly feel like what he was saying was taken much further out of context. I think that he tried to have a point, but you have to have some idea of when to speak on certain things and how to present them. He just doesn't understand that. Even if he was trying to say something remote. But he not, hold on. Who would have known better? Which rapper would have known better? David Banner or Jay-Z? David Banner. I would have had articulated David. Why isn't David Banner the voice of social justice as a former rapper and all that? It's a reason for it. Because he's too much. But it's a twist. This is a twist. First of all, let's give it a bing. When Jay Z go on fucking dreads, nigga, shit just start going crazy. <laughs> let's keep it a bing. That shit gotta be addressed. Because when he had waves in the shortcut, he was chilling. Now all I the think- bullshit. I don't know who told him to draw that shit at fifty, but he tripping. The other thing is that I want I want to go into a little bit is. Because yo, how many men were raised with fathers in their home? I wasn't, but I'm real. You had a father in your home. Juice, you had a father. A cool, I'm not sure about Jordan. No. Right. So, <laughs> no, no, no. We were the same thing. <laughs> laugh. Like, how would you laugh? No, no, he might. I'm very aware. I'm very aware. No, no, he's more like my brother than, than anything. Right? I'm very aware of who he is to you. We're very aware of that. All right, cool. <laughs> he's my cousin, too, nigga. He's my cousin, too, nigga. <laughs> right, all right. But, uh, no. Well, I'm glad but, that but, <laughs> right, but, love, and, love, I love him to death. I love my daddy to death. Yeah, my, I don't call him daddy though. I call him pop, but I love that nigga too. But Bird, I gotta add. No, this is you want me to tell everybody how you ran to your father when he came out of the house? No, my, I'll say it for a later time. Who father? Oh, my dad. Oh, I was gonna fuck him up. No, oh, no, we gonna tell that story. No, listen, we are not gonna do that right now. We gonna, no, I'm I was gonna subject. fuck him up. You ran to him and jumped in his arms. Don't get it twisted. I didn't. First of all, at 23 years old, I, I ain't jumping at nobody. I call to heaven right now. I swear to God, you know I said you call to heaven right now. You call Ashley again? I, no, I, I said I wish I could call to heaven is what I said. Heaven. Nigga, well, like, hold on. First of all, at 22 years old, 21 years old, 225 at least, the fuck I like jumping into a motherfucker's arm? Like, I, I ain't jumping. I, I swear. I wish I could call mommy right now. Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh. <laughs> I didn't jump into nobody's fucking arms. For, all right. Nigga, if... Okay. Listen, see, that's the uh, shit that's gonna have you moving to the East Coast and me coming to see you about that shit. Like, okay. don't say no shit like that. Right. I ain't jumping to a motherfucker okay. arms ever. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers jumping my arms. Like, I don't, I don't jump into arms. That's not how that happened, yo. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. You can go to to a counselor to address that. I did jump in nobody fucking. <laughs> hey, Jordan, shut the fuck out. Hey, Jordan, listen, I ain't jumping nobody. <laughs> That shit can't. Hey, that, was that was internal. That was internal. Where'd Jordan work at? Because I'm about to call a supervisor. This nigga ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, do you know Jordan Boyd is on a podcast right? Hey, Steve, you might need to do something about this. No, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. But I say all that to say because I want to stick to something. Because we're, 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 it's, we have a good group of men who didn't, me and Jordan, didn't have our dads around as kids. And 
Rel, Juice, and 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 Cool did. What at a young age? When did you become aware of the police and 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 what the to not being because when we was kids, it was cops and robbers and cops being good things. You know what I'm saying? As men, because obviously what Jay Z said is incorrect, right? We all agree on that. So when did we <clears throat> when did we become aware of cops not always being a good guy? So as as I can, as I can recall, and like I had this conversation recently with someone about how when we were younger, there was a relationship with the police officers that was established through school with like the officer friendly and all that. So they would make their presence known on like a civil, peaceful place and you saw it as a, you know, as a respect. It didn't become, the context didn't change, I guess, until we, I, can, I guess we got old enough to be considered a threat. Then, you know, like, like we would be in Terrell neighborhood, you get stopped. changing too, yo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, that's that's my issue. You know what I'm saying? Say it one more time, bro. Say what you said at first. Me? Yeah. I said that the problem is that that needle kept moving to the left, right? When when us becoming a threat became, you know what I'm saying, younger and younger. Yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. Like, Wait, I, right, I'm sorry. You know I'm saying? Like, when we would, we would be in, like, Terrell neighborhood, we'd get pulled over. Or I'd be in my neighborhood, you walk and you get pulled over. We 13, 14, 15. You know what I'm saying? And you like, wait, we just out being kids during the summer, ain't no school, or the weekend, coming from the skating rink, whatever. And you know, that that <clears throat> that callousness between us and them, it builds from there. Then you, then you, you know, you then you tell your kids, like, hey, they go to the police, look out. You know what I mean? Or, you know, be be mindful of that. That's not a normal conversation for anyone else but us. For children, like it's yo, it's, it's when I was when I was coaching, like I'm never forgetting when I first started coaching football, and the kids was like, I think start over six, they were like, like real con, like like cognizant of the police in their act, like oh they go to they go to they go twelve, and you know either I tuck off or act like they hiding or whatever. That's at six. Yo, I gotta know what do twelve mean? Like, where do we get twelve from? I'm, one time, one one equals eleven. Like, I'm just one time. It started as one time. I heard one time, one time before. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Who next? You next, nigga. You next. So, so I remember my father having the the when I was driving. You know, having the conversation when you encounter the police, hands at ten and two. You know, car off, put it in park, turn the music down, roll the window down, and had your hands on the steering wheel. Always know where your stuff is at. Um, that's like a normal. It was like a normal, like put your seatbelt on, adjust the mirror. You know. So when you grow up and realize, wait a minute, not everybody is having that conversation. That's one thing. All right. So we all also. Have have police interaction and encounter stories. We've never said that. I've never said that before, but I just know that to be true as black men growing up in America. So for me, certain situations where um, I remember driving up the street, clearly stopped at the stop sign. I see the police off to the left and um, past a couple more stop signs. I'm I'm driving the Q45 to rail, but I had Howard University plate plates on my car, right? He basically, black officer basically pulls me over, gets me out the car, tell me shake my stuff out. I'm going to church. I'm on my way to church, bro. 
You understand? You like living in this neighborhood? Ask me all kinds of crazy questions. Another time, lady at um, lady on Cherry Hill Road just pulled me over. Uh, said I was speeding, but she come to the jump with a gun with a gun on the car. I mean, uh, you know, come to the car with her gun on her hand. You know what I'm saying? Like so, um, just in general terms, you know, I won't even speak nobody else's stories. You know, people that I know in situations like that. But the fact is, when you talk about, uh, I am going to point one up my, with homeboy. Say he in his work uniform, right? Got his name on the front of it. He get pulled over uh, school time in the morning. Basically, by the time he said he there, his pants down with his penis out getting frisked while the kids walking to school in the morning. He got his work. He like, he like we got to call somebody with selling drugs. He said, I got my work uniform on with my name on the front of it. You understand what I'm saying? So when you realize that 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 Baltimore gets in trouble recently for the gun trace task force where these corrupt Baltimore officers was doing all of that. Selling drugs out the looted CVS. You understand what I'm saying? Planting drugs on camera. You feel me? All the stuff that them kids over Holy Dirt in East Baltimore was talking about. Now you got local rappers saying the names of these dudes. He and he go to jail. He go to jail. The dude later get uh uh convicted is in his trial. He was talking truth the whole time, just rapping about growing up in East Baltimore. So so it ain't no the the department the uh the uh, Department of Justice give a report after the Freddie Gray riots and talk about uh the misconduct in Baltimore, in Baltimore City. They're basically stories of traffic uh stops and genitals being out frisked in front of people was was a common thing. You understand? Or planting drugs was a common thing, right? So it's 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 a, it's really it's really a shame like you know, you can't have it both both ways. The FBI releases a report that there are white supremacists in a lot of uh, police departments across the United States of America. That's true. I'm not talking just to be talking. It's true. So, so man, like, in general terms, it's a reason why they might look at a 13-year-old as a threat, and it might be deeper than just being the police. Yeah, so I was five, six, maybe, 125 pounds. Driving you said around. five or six? No, no, I was five, six, 120. Oh, uh, I'm about to say, God damn, you're no, 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 no. a young boy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was five or six, 120 pounds. Like, God damn. <sighs> Ma, what you was doing? He must have had some of that, uh, that, uh, that taco, that, uh, that taco salad. Taco yeah, taco dip. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's world famous, trust me. Um, oh, I know. Driving around Baltimore City in a gold accurate legend, right? <laughs> Very problematic for, for me, right? So people was just pulling me over, right? I, it was a point that I used to just have the registration and my license in the door. I was getting pulled over so much, right? I mean, literally not doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just being black. So I, I just was too small and, and, you know what I'm saying, it just, I shouldn't have been driving that, you know what I'm saying? But, but for me, even at 16 years old, my adolescent mind was, yo, my father worked a lot. You know what I'm saying? And so do my mother. And, you know, I was there when they pulled up in the car. And after, literally people know that my mother ain't have a car for almost two years. Because we got in a very bad car accident with somebody, you know what I'm saying, that almost killed both of us. Right? So we was on the bus until my pop bought her that legend. And then I grew up and, I mean, you know, I was driving. So it was either that or the forerunner. But it, it just, it... It that was my introduction of me 
now being aware of what my skin meant, right? Because like you, I, I, I feel for my children, especially when it like the Tamir Rice thing, like, bruh, he didn't know what was coming. You didn't fucking ask him no questions. You ain't have time. You hopped out, out the car, took the seatbelt or hopped out of the car, pulled your gun out and dumped it into a 12 year old in a park. You know what I'm saying? Like a 12 year old in the park. You still went and got another job after that before you shouldn't have had the job you had. Like, I tell, like, I don't have a gun and y'all do. Who is scared of who? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. are you kidding me? <laughs> like, running away. And I mean, it just, it's just way too many stories, man. And you just don't see it, right? You know what I'm saying? The white boy running around naked, you know what I'm saying? Running at the police. And they doing like this with the mates. You know, he just killed two people. You got my man down in South Carolina who got pulled over for a suspended license and ran away from the cops and got shot in the back five times. Mm. And he lied on the report. And the only reason we know is because somebody else was just so happy to Yeah. Right. Thank God for smartphone, Joe. <laughs> ain't mean it. Ain't mean it. This shit, this shit crazy, man. Like, as a black man, like, it's scary, man. It's scary, I mean, definitely. Like, I, I would say for me, for those that don't know, you know, I'm from Houston, Texas. Houston. In the South, you know, I've always known where I'm from. I always knew that it was a, something a little different about me versus other people, meaning that, okay, I'm black. This is where black people live. This is where white people live. This is kind of the history of where it is, you know, of what's going on where I'm from. I think for most people in the South, we understand segregation. We understand, you know, the disparities that black people have. We understand that we're a subjugated group of people and have been for a long time. So for me, the knowledge of the police officer has been there. I don't, I don't know of a time where I, I, I've never known for police officers to get out of pocket with you know, someone of color, because, you know, obviously that's what happens a lot in most of our neighborhoods. My first real interaction with police, teenager, you know, I remember one time me and my homie was outside, we're 14, dog, we 14, 14, 15 years old. And police uh, pull up and, you know, dude say, y'all either out here selling drugs or selling ass. Me, it just fucking, you know, 14, just really kids, bro. So, I mean, that, that was insane. You know, it was, it's always been the knowledge that police could take you off one minute and you might not even come back. But my dad, like you cool, you know, I had a father there from jump to tell me, this is what you do when you interact with this person. This is how you operate. This is how you speak, you know, and we stopped doing that shit. Now that's where the single black mother thing comes in for millennials and probably moving on is that because there aren't black fathers, there aren't men taking over the households the way they used to. Well, there are now. There's a lot now. Let's stop that. There's a lot of men. I'm just saying there was a point that it was really still heavily going on, but now I can say I had my baby in the studio the other day and then another engineer did too. So men are stepping up, but there was a point where we were still fighting that battle with black fathers not being there and not being able to tell these young boys how to be men and how to operate as a black man in this country. So 
uh, it definitely it made a difference for me. I think a lot of these cats, you know, you get in front of the cop, you just don't, you're throwing up the phone. You, you're really thinking that, it, you know, you can always win this battle. I came up in the world understanding that it wasn't none of that shit, nigga. When that nigga pull up and he and, and he get the tool out or whatever, everybody better stop. It don't fucking matter what you think. It don't matter about your fucking rights and this, yeah. that, and the third. You could talk yeah, that shit when the lawyer show up. But yeah, for right yeah, now, homie. nigga, when that nigga pull up, everybody better stop. Cause if you yeah. put on a show, nigga, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Ain't no, ain't no telling. Ain't no, uh, you know, they just got some some dirty cops, you know, that were doing some dirt, you know, on the on the honorable, you know, Jay Prince. There, there are two cops that went down, but that was rare. That man fought a very tough hard battle you know to to really get some relief from that situation and eventually you know these guys were convicted but just imagine how many police officers are doing that have always done that especially in places like the south mm -hmm. so you know me personally man it's like I, i'm i don't know like i live in a world where i'm not shocked by racism with white folk because it, you know when i was i was in the first grade a white lady with red hair called me a nigga she was mm -hmm. like you know you're you're she was pointing out different people in the class. You're you're brown, you know, based on my Mexican. You're white. You're Asian. You're a nigga. You're a nigga. And we even at that age, she was like, "Yo, she can't even say that. She can't say that." We told our teacher who was black. She was just like a resource teacher that would come in and like do little shit with us, you know, have a good time. Yeah, something like that, bro. It, that's really what she did. Like she just came in and do do that shit. So we told our teacher, Miss Smith, man, that she's a sister girl. So she went live. She was like, "What? Oh man, she, you know, probably one of them third war South Park chicks, but." She went live, you know, but um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, this is the country we live in. This is the place we live in, you know, and with a guy like Jay-Z, we also have to realize that that's the reality of many successful black men, that you're often looking into the eyes of a man who says nigga 30 times before he hits his front door, but he's got to give you the opportunity. He's going to give you the money. So it's a lot of politics in this bullshit. Mm -hmm. I, I just think like with that statement though, you downplaying or you're, 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 man, I hate to say it, I hate to feel that way, but it's like, why would you say something like that? Because it's not true. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, who Who's the professional in the interaction if you get pulled over by the police? And so why are we putting the onus even on black single mothers or even now dads, we do it because we want our kids to come home and be alive. Me and Michael done got stopped twice by the police that resulted neither in, in, in any tickets. I ain't gonna say it was some bullshit, but if I ain't got no ticket in both, both things, it was what it was. And I had to go over the 10 and 12. I mean, you know what I mean? The, the 10 and two, you know what I mean? I put it in park, you see what I did, Michael? He's 10, he's 10. And none of them happened this year. So give you an idea of when these things, you know, just, just happen. Why, who's the professional in the interaction? The police are. You would think they go through these kind of trainings where we don't have to de-escalate them and make them feel comfortable. That has to be inherent bias in these situations. The same way it is in medicine, the same way it is in business, the same way it is in banking, the same way it is in music, the same way, you understand what I'm saying? Like, so, so. Um, it's just sad that, like, if my whole thing was, hove, don't cake for these people. You could have raised four hundred thousand. You could have gave that people a hundred thousand to somebody that's that don't cut off dreadlocks. I'm just saying, and like, don't cake for these people if that hasn't changed. And we know there was no partnership where that was going to change. I don't know. Why don't we have the same? You know, it feel like we do not have affinity for our own people the way we do at trying to get a seat at the table. 
You know, we don't love each other to, you know, take your money, Oprah, Jay-Z, all these rich and famous people could really take their monies, put it together and build infrastructure. And what you see in a lot of black neighborhoods or urban communities that are being gentrified, well, not being gentrified, the ones before pre-gentrification, there's mm-hmm. no infrastructure. There's food deserts. I mean, there's four, and six, mm-hmm. four to six chicken spots on one corner. Mm-hmm. We're talking health. I mean, we are really being, you know, abused. This is really a, a crime against humanity. Mm-hmm. This is a human rights issue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this whole thing is a human rights issue and nobody is treating it as such. But we're treating, no offense to the LGBT community, we're treating that issue as a bigger issue than what has been perpetrated against black americans because there's more Americans. because because there's more unity uh even well the, the lgbt Jay-Z. community makes money they make money they bring money and that's what it's about they come with their pocketbooks they make you shape black people we broke we don't have money we're about to be phased out in about 20 years niggas is gonna be out of there unless we change unless we get into what we really can do for ourselves and really come up with something i mean we're just you, you're just really I mean, you hear it. I heard this on Bill Maher last night. I mean, they've already really moved to the Latino vote. That's mm-hmm. what they feel like they have to, to capture. The Latino vote, that's what's really going to, you know, give them some push. But what, but what fucks them up about that shit is Latinos are just like blacks. They're not a homogenous group of people. Guess what? They either kinda, they're either kind of black, they're either kind of white, or they're just simply Latino. But at the end of the day, they're not really hard up for fighting against people on the other side of that wall. They don't give a fuck about that because they over here getting what they got to get done. Mm. So like, like you know the whole, this shit, you go ahead. No, the whole Jay-Z shit with me is like almost like what, when they say like uh, kids without fathers grow up to be fathers that don't take care of their kids. That's how I feel with that statement. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, we're not going to sit back here and justify and say that every kid that didn't have a father in their household is a way with the like you're to me it was almost like an excuse for the cops actually yeah you know he definitely like, didn't put any push on the cops now that that sucks and and so right. we shouldn't be blaming we just talked about the reason but a single black mother should not get the blame it should definitely be police officers because they are the professionals right at, at the end of the day every kid isn't that way isn't aggressive towards the cops because of their at-home situation you know what i'm saying so for that to be it, man, it I don't want it, like, it's hard to think that way, and that's not what you want to think coming from that person, but it's like, damn, dog, how could you say that shit? Like, to me, that shit wasn't for us. That shit was against us. Mm-hmm. That statement, that's how that statement felt. It felt like something that was against young black men without fathers, and almost saying that what comes as far as their actions when we are disobedient or we're not, you know, protocol makes it acceptable, and that's like, that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. To come from Jay, like, come on, man, like, not you. But do we really I mean, think that you can get to a billion dollars without crossing, you know, spaces or energies of people that just do not like your people? I mean, they're only in the room because you make money. That's why you're there. You're not there because of legacy. You're not there because of any kind of family affiliation. You're only there because you were able to hustle up to this point. Yeah. I, not not under the current system, but I don't. So no is a short answer, but that's why I said for for me this one feels different. It feels like some sleight of hand. You understand what I'm saying? We beyond kneeling. 
what are you talking? If they still getting killed, I'm not saying keep kneeling, and I'm not saying just employ cap and everything's gonna magically be delicious. I'm saying we like like on a Nipsey tip, we are continuing to push the conversation and dialogue. We should be continuing to push for more and talk about these things that we're not going to just not talk about reparations or not talk about um, the fact that we're still getting killed on camera and they they getting off or, or with impunity. We're not doing that no more. We're not going back to sleep. We're not going back to the Super Bowl. We're not making them more money just so you can say you give it to whomever and somebody else getting paid. You can't. We're not doing that no more. That's the point. You're not going to pacify us no more. But know what? It got to be. It go back to something you said, cool. Like maybe you've been so far removed from this life that you don't understand mm-hmm. it no more. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and that, and that got to be something that we got to have a conversation about, and maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, discuss maybe something that we got to consider. Dog, yeah. you've been rich for a long time, and maybe yeah. you don't remember what, yeah. what what it was like out Marcy. Maybe yeah. you don't visit Marcy enough, and you don't remember those times. Maybe you got a yeah. little you you and Beyonce and Blue yeah. Ivy and and these kids with these names like a Kardashian. You yeah. forgot what them with them what that street life is like. You Especially on the high horse side of the game. Don't be high right. horse. Maybe you need a rem- maybe you your reminder. Or your or your or your or your memory doesn't serve you as, as sharp or ain't as sharp as it used to be. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And you and you think and you're justifying this shit that dog, no matter what, we deserve a fair a fair situation as much as a white kid out Beverly Hills or out Calabasas mm-hmm. or, or your anywhere. Or your kids. Deserve. Right. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? We deserve that same opportunity as as they do. No matter where we from, no matter what block it is, we deserve that chance that you give those kids that are in a, you know, where you, you're more cautious and you're more, you know, laid back with the situation. We deserve that same chance. Not saying that it's easy being a cop because at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to be a a police officer in any state anywhere. How easy it is to be a cop. They carry guns as part of what they do. Everybody knows it's difficult. I don't mean to be callous, but, but, you know, we still get gunned down. We still get done wrong. We still get drugs planted on us. No doubt. See, I wouldn't be tripping if I ain't see shit like the dude that they thought was a suspect in the killing chase a, a motherfucker with an arm. First off, if I got if I got the hammer on me, bro, it's if, if you want the party, we can do it. So the fact that you're running from this guy who looks like you could have easily took him out the way you took out a I don't know Tamir Rice, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> right. you let this you let this guy run around you. I mean, we, we're seeing this too often. We're seeing this all the time. I do believe there's some media manipulation in there, but at the same time, we know that it's happening. So what do you, how do you feel in that case or in the Dylan case, you know, versus when you see shit, uh, any one of these black people that you killed that had no weapon at all. That was just asking, why were you there? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, nigga, I don't even want you to talk to me. I want you, you're going to do what I say all the time. And mm-hmm. so that's the issue. And so, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm with. I'm with. I think it's unanimous in how we feel with the Jay Z comments because we're never addressing the opposition. We're never addressing the real issue of why are whites heavily white cops heavily policing our neighborhoods and doing mm-hmm. negative shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me ask y'all something. I'm gonna take it a little some little left field real quick one time. Do y'all remember when? You had to have Kelly Price on the hook to have a successful album in the hip hop game. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you had to have Kelly on there 
singing mm-hmm. her ass off in the depths of her soul. Dang. It was another chick too, Latoya Williams, if y'all remember her. I remember her. That too. was a little after that. That was was that the one who was with Kanye? Or Kanye? Yeah, she, she did, did like Kanye J. She did Snoop. She did a lot of shit. She did a lot. Right, of but shit. before in the early nineties, like ninety eight. 99. Yeah, was, that was had Kelly. Had Kelly on it. Yeah, they, they wouldn't even put Kelly in the video because she was so big. So that was that was that was that was that was that was puff. Oh, that would never fly today. You got Lizzo. Problematic. Problematic. <laughs> no doubt. Now let's oh, talk yeah. about. Hold on, real quick, real quick. Let's talk about this, this fifty cent comment. Well, we got to really, we got to dig in. 50 Cent said that Chris Brown one day might be better than Michael Jackson. So? Is it bullshit? Why would that be bullshit? I'm asking you. Yeah, it's bullshit. I don't think he can reach the global success. Exactly. Uh, of but it's Michael. different times. It's different right. times, well, too. I mean, well, that's, what that's the only thing you can compare it to. Talent-wise, I think Chris Brown is immensely talented. He can sing his ass off, and he can goddamn go and dance. So what else is there other than the global impact? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the X factor in the, in the whole, like, can he be bigger, you know what I'm saying, thing, right? Yeah. I mean, with, like, how do you get bigger than Thriller? You know what I'm saying? Or, or and that's really, really comes down to, like, nobody, look, I am a Chris Brown fan. I am a champion of his. I get it. The conversations are shifting. You know, next up really on that slate would be Beyonce, just from a global standpoint, uh, successful shows, deal she cut. So you really can't, we can't move on to the next thing without talking about women. And this is what, you know, a lot of women use as arguments, like, oh, you're skipping over us and going there, which, in this case, I would kind of agree with that. Um, but my, Michael Jackson, we need to stop sleeping and shitting on Mike like Mike wasn't Mike. I mean, Thriller is not going to get caught, period. I mean, the Eagles caught him, but that was like a greatest hits compilation. It wasn't like just an album that they put out. So Michael was the man. I mean, we just need to let it go. Just like Jordan was the man, you know, we need to let – you know, I don't think he's going to get caught. So, I mean, over time, Chris Brown – you know, probably will accumulate. He, he's a legend, but uh, he's but let's, let's, Jackson. Let's address the fact that Chris Brown stayed true to himself, though. Where we got Michael Jackson, who, as a black young boy, mm. tried to become what they wanted him to become. I don't know what made him be on the type of time where he walk around Peach as a dark-skinned, big-nosed black child. You get what I'm saying? Chris yeah. Brown, we have to, we have to, I feel like we have to yeah, give him a little bit of I'm myself. I mean, but is he though? Because he's from Virginia, but he's also a gang member now. Mm. So, not just from Virginia, he, though. He he's not just from Virginia. You got you got to be very specific, right? Because they do got a little bit of gang activity in certain cities in VA. He's right? from Tappahannock. Okay, ain't no, I'm sorry. Ain't, ain't no gangs there. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Hey, yo, all so, my seven five seven people. I didn't mean it like that. What I'm saying. That ain't even seven five seven, is it? What? No, no, he's no, no, no. I'm saying seven five. No, no. I was. I, yeah. I had to. I had to clarify. Like Virginia, no. We look. It's some OG, triple OG gangsters out there. We know it get down. But what I'm saying, yeah, Tappahannock, Virginia. <laughs> that's where he's from. How are you a blood on the West Coast? So we, you know, again, I love. I mean, Chris we addressed that. We addressed that. But in yeah, the same love, token, it's like even through all that, Chris is who he is. Chris, he has no problem standing in. That space and saying fuck it, it is what comes with it. If we talking about on stage talent, nothing else. On stage talent, 
I think he's very I think he's very great, but I don't think he's Michael Jackson. Is he Kobe the is he Kobe the Mike? I think he's Kobe the Mike. Can he ever catch Mike? What could he I do? Don't. What could he do? It's different catch? times though. Like what could he do? Hold on. No, 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 but listen. He can't. Okay. But that's he not but see, that's he not Mike didn't write thriller. Right. I'm not talking about writing. I don't it's care about writing. It's talking about, you know, creativity. We're talking about Michael Jackson singing a song. I don't give a fuck if a gerbil wrote, you know what I'm saying, Thriller. Michael sung it. A gerbil can't write Thriller. I'm just saying. If you, but if you put Chris Brown in that, in that space, in that time, that's like almost saying, and I've seen some, matter of fact, man, shout out to my man. I can't think of his name right now. Damn, I can't think of his name. But... He made a comparison to Colby and, and, and Mike. Donnie Hathaway. That, hold on, hold on, bro. Where you just come out of nowhere talking about Donnie Hathaway? <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> he hold on, hold on. <laughs> Listen, right, right. But what I'm saying is when Mike was Mike, look at his competition. Mike was playing against uh, Hornacek. Uh, what's my man's name from uh, Cleveland? The boy. E E Elo. Craig Elo. Elo. Right. And then Colby played in a different era, whereas there was more black shooting guards, or if even if you compare, I heard somebody tell me, and I swear to God, this is the case you ever heard, oh, Shaq can't fuck with Will Chamberlain. If you put Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, in 1992, in the year when Will Chamberlain scored 100 points, Shaq would score 250 points. So, yeah. end of the day, it's like, things are different, whereas though, the lineup with Mike, with Mike had and the situation Mike was in, will Mike be Mike in, in this day and time? We don't know. You talking about Michael Jordan? No, you talking about Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Michael Jackson? Evolution is a motherfucker, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, good, bad, there's or no, There's no telling. We, we see Jones plays a part in that. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but, but put this, but, but check this out. It was Michael Jackson who made the decision on the set of The Wiz to actually go with Quincy. He, he thought that it would be a good decision to get him to do his music that he had done. People got to understand what was going on at the time. Also, when you go to Off the Wall, Michael Jackson is a 17-year-old kid yeah. in Studio 54 looking at this shit. He goes and makes Off the Wall at 19. I'm sorry. The game is over at this point. There's nobody that has done that yet. Chris Brown is just – yeah, he got shitty kicking out, but Off the Wall and Thriller is done very – how old is Chris Brown now? Right, but if, if, if Chris Brown was born... He's like 26, 27. But, bro, no, he ain't 30 yet? He'll do that. He'll do that. He's probably 30. But if you put Chris Brown with the talent and somebody like Quincy seeing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. It's you like, know why you don't like, get the same? Because Motown. Michael Jackson went to Motown. He went to the greatest record label that was ever created on earth. He got all... He was around the greatest songwriters. He was 12 years old walking in on Stevie 30, Wonder. Like... We got to understand who Michael Jackson really is. He's not just the guy. I, I'm not denying that. But if yeah. you put skill set wise, skill set, the ability to dance, and the voice, and you put Chris Brown in that same situation, who's to say Chris won't get his shit off the same way Mike got his shit off? Chris right now, I'm putting saying out 35. Hold on. Chris putting out 35 tracks. He done put out two drinks with like 30 drinks on it. And I swear, like, that shit ain't corny, bro. Six right of them good. Six out of thirty-five. Good. We not. Hold on. Whoa, 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 Jordan. You... <laughs> it's eight, a little better eight. than that, Jordan. But I see. What you're okay, right. I would say. I would say eight. I would say like twelve. 
Dog, are you serious? Yeah, I love Chris Brown though. That's my man. You, I can't tell. It's not. It's not better than off the wall. Because you being real disrespectful. Dog, it's a it's different time, different place. Mike, the Mike White, the Mike, the Mike right off the wall. No, he didn't have to. All right, then. So you sit back here telling me. No, he actually, hold up. He, he demoed a lot of that, bro. Quincy said yeah. a lot of those ideas were brought to him already. Yes, he By did. By Mike? He, no, he didn't. Not, he, he demoed. Not. Rod, uh, Temperton, Rod Temperton was the pending shit. You know, it was, he, okay. he, got he it demoed. He, demoed he definitely demoed. Last time I checked, Michael Jackson's name wasn't Rod Temperton. So a motherfucker wrote it. If a motherfucker wrote that for Chris, because Chris got the voice, Chris got the moves. So who's to say Chris in that same position wouldn't be equally or even more successful? Mike had no competition but Prince. That's it. Two, two Things is a whole defense, lot different. Lee. To your defense, Lee, we had this debate before. Chris Brown this Christmas is better than Donnie Hathaway. <laughs> Yo, ain't nobody talking about no damn Donnie Hathaway. No, 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 no. You said we was that came up no, in I'm that. Saying to <laughs> man, who said Juice. that shit? Juice. I, I did. did. I did too. Oh, man. You, you ain't right. It ain't. Huh. Hell no. <laughs> what? That, that, Chris that's Brown, that's hold on. That's what I'm saying, but that's, that's Donnie Hathaway. That's your eight. Hold on. Hold on. Right now, Mike with that. Hold on. Right now, Mike with that weird shit. Will Mike be? Ain't nobody accepting Mike with that weird shit right now. Like that weird shit might go on half white and say you 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 moving. Actually, the they're more accepting of that weird about, shit now. You you're talking about talent versus all the other extra shit that's going on, right? Right. I think Chris talent wise, we just talking talent. That much off of Mike? I know. Can't touch Mike. I don't think so. I said them that. Moves, listen, the moves Chris do right now, that's like that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like hoops because it's like a nigga like Wilt Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain couldn't get that shit off in 2000? Will Chamberlain in 2000 wasn't scoring 100 points, bro. When Shaq was putting up what Shaq was putting up. I agree. Right. So, at the end of the day, it's like that shit might Mike said. Shaq can't Mike get that shit up on Hakeem. We need to, yeah, why we ain't talking about Hakeem, bro? When you start saying that shit, you better respect he, the dream, bro. He, he go hey, hold on. Y'all talk he, that horror shit go. about me. He go. Everything, hold on. Because I got a lot of criticism. Everything told Homer with this nigga. But I got to hear about Andy Reid, who left Philly 10 years ago. Like, get the fuck out of here. You could have named 10 coaches before you said Andy Reid's name, but you didn't. No, Andy Reid. <laughs> you, you didn't name any. You could have said Mike Tomlin before you said Andy Reid. Mike would, Tomlin ain't that good. Mike Tomlin leaves. Been... Mike Tomlin ain't no. Okay, which one of them got Super Bowl championship? You're right. But Mike Tomlin I ain't you. no. I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear Mike what you said. Mike Tomlin. No, no okay. which one of them have a Super Bowl championship? I ain't hear you. I ain't hear you. Mike ain't. Tomlin. Oh, okay. Mike Tomlin is the leader of men. He's not an offensive. Fucking extraordinaire. Hold on, what? <laughs> you might have lost that one, argument. <laughs> I said Mike Tomlin is a leader, is a leader of, men. of men. Yes. Mike Tomlin is not known for his offensive in a, in a, in a, in a, in a huddle. This is the last play that's what we're going with. He can pull that play out. That's not what Mike Tomlin's strengths are. Mike Tomlin's strength is being young and being able to relate to young players and lead men. Oh, Mike Tomlin ain't no offensive mastermind or no defensive. Mike Tomlin was the defensive coach before he got hired. He wasn't the offensive coordinator, wasn't the defensive coordinator. Mike Tomlin was a defensive defensive uh, secondary coach. So? Right, he's the leader of men. John Harbaugh was
was a special teams coach before he got hired. He's a leader of men, not an offensive extraordinaire. So I say all that to say, end of the day, if you put Chris in them same circumstances, who knows what Chris would have did. If Chris had Quincy or Chris had whoever y'all said the boy was off the wall, who's to say? But right now, Chris, Chris, Chris killing it in these days and times. But you're talking about Michael Jackson, who was doing all this shit before the digital age. I mean, what they did as far as cutting records, harmonically what he did for, with his voice, so his stats. You think, so you're saying that what Mike did was harder than what Chris has to do with now? Hell yeah, I'm saying that shit because it's true. But there's no competition there. First of all, our attention, let me ask you something. Album-wise. Do you listen to albums more now than you listened to them 10 years ago? No. No, right. nobody does. So, okay. So, do you do you think, listen to an album now, listen to an album 30 fucking years ago, what did you do? 30 years ago, you listen to an album more now or 30 years ago? 30 years ago. Right. How often or how easy is it for you to just download something and, and for artists not to get that number or that credit? Or that record sale now compared to when Mike came up. Chris Brown has done nothing close to fucking off the wall yet. I'm sorry. I, you can't name me a fucking project that this nigga has done that would make you say that's his thriller. And music has changed. If thriller, hold on. So you saying right now, right now, today, what's today's date? September 8th? Yes. What's the date? September 8th. Thriller comes out. Nobody's never heard it. Thriller would do the same numbers it did when it came out before. I'm saying that it would probably No, answer my even, question. It would do even better. I'm done. All right, episode. You know why I would do even better? You know why you know I would do even better? Ain't nobody telling us. Ain't nobody trying to that shit. Hey, cool, you tried to that shit like. Listen, with Thriller, hold on. When we was kids, Thriller, listen, if I put Thriller off of my daughter right now, we gonna laugh at that shit. You know my kids love that shit. Yeah, I'm about to say my right, kids but they love not, Thriller. They you, not scared. you said Jordan was scared of Thriller, right, Mike? Yo, yeah. chill. Who yeah. said that? Uh, <laughs> uh, that is a no family fact. Oh, shit. You were scared of Thriller? Oh, yeah, he was. She said Thriller. Yo, why y'all tell that man secret? <laughs> no, cool told it last week. I just had to emphasize what it said. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> is this nigga working? I'm about to call Steve anyway. Oh, hey, Steve. When last time you shit. checked in on Jordan? Holy smoly. But he used to stay up and watch it, though. Like, so it was kind of weird. And, 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 and uh, bring on the, um, the scary shit. All right, we've been on for a minute. I got a couple things. You know how that go. Um, I got a couple things for y'all. Um, R. Kelly and General Pop. How y'all feel about this? Fuck okay. it. So? Is this his fault? He's still alive? R. Kelly said he, he said he got a pop, and he said they love him in general pop. Okay. I bet you they do. ASAP Rocky, sweetest lawyer shot twice in the head and the chest. What? Yeah. You didn't hear that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You can't get that nigga off as we is. Racism. That's crazy. Yeah. That's Bad Boys for Life trailer. Y'all ready for Bad Boys 3? I'm with mm. it. 
Nah, we'll see. We'll I'm, said we'll I, see. I'll be there first time. I mean, Juice. I'll be there first time. I said that. You should fuck it up this episode. We better let you go back to mixing down. <laughs> nigga, <funny. laughs> nigga uh, my mix down ain't right, nigga. You gotta get this nigga. I need him producing. He fucking is. He should never had them noodles. It's all Jordan fault. <laughs> when Jordan incorporated noodles into this episode, shit got fucked up out here. All right, let me ask you another question. Serious question. Going on 40. Cool, you already 40. Look, what the fuck is he doing? Going on 40. Like, yeah, he on mute. That's the bad part. Like, he's just doing random shit. Yeah, he goes <laughs> How do you deal with the thought of, cool, you already 40. Well, you be 40 uh, next year. I'll be 40 in two years. Jordan be 40 in two years. Cool, uh, Juice got about five years. How, what, do you, what do you, how do you feel about it? I got six years. Okay. How do you feel about it? You know, uh, what's your thought process? Because I mean, like a lot of times when you think about it, like, damn, like if you see another forty years, that's a blessing, right? As black and special. So how do you deal with it? Like, do does something change? Like, you know, just how you feel about forty? Uh, it's it's. I think it's I think it's evolved, man. I think how we we as black people gotta um. We got to know that stuff's just not happening to us. That we don't just die at, we ain't supposed to just die at 40 or 50 or 60 or 65. We're supposed to be healthy. Um, we have the DNA of, you know, the survived slaves. You know, in general terms, I say all that to say 40 becomes a, a mindset. Like, that's not, not old, yeah. I'm I'm here from me ten years ago. You might think I was older in the pictures from ten years ago, and I died and exercise plays a course. part. There's certain certain things. Can you hear me now? I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said diet and exercise plays a part. There's certain things that you t- got to take ownership of, but you can live. Uh, a healthy, you know, life. I, I, I don't even, patients say it all the time, but I don't subscribe to the, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting old. Man, something changed in your environment that caused you to feel that way. And if you don't understand about food or your lack of sleep or whatever it is, if you don't look in the mirror and look at that, um, then that's on you. It's, that's not an age-specific thing. That's usually what happens is you've accumulated the bullshit over a period of time, so you tend to be sluggish and all of that kind of stuff. But y'all know, y'all got older as y'all going through these diets and losing these pounds. But did you feel better? Eight pounds down or 20 pounds down? Yes, you was days and weeks older. You know what I'm saying? So it's really bullshit. If you kept going and got whatever your ideal weight off, guess what? You'd be older, but feel better. So when you really think of it, man, I think that's No. There's a ball of wisdom. Like, no, my sex life has gotten better. My married sex life has gotten better. And it's, it was mental and nothing to do with my age. You know, maybe it was some diet, but nothing to do with my age. You see what I'm saying? Like, so so our communication and all that, all that stuff is, is much better in general terms. So ain't no one specific thing is, is, is that happens at that age. As a matter of fact, you get to stir fry all of your experiences 
and get to a point where we like, man, I ain't never letting that shit happen again. Or I ain't never tolerating that shit again. Or I ain't never doing that shit again. You feel me? That's a hell. Oh, and I don't give a fuck what they say. Like, that's a hell of a feeling, right? And and when you mix that all together, people really, you really just supposed to start hitting your stride at 40. And if we black, we really supposed to be thinking 100, not no 80 and die. 80 and die is because we ain't know what the fuck we was eating and putting in ourselves. You start juicing and all that stuff, we are 100 and better, baby. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I was talking to my brother Wayne the other day, man. Shout out to him. So he was like, man, I used to care what people thought about me when I was 39, but now I'm 40, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so shout out to my brother Wiz, man. And that's and that and, and that's real shit. Like end of the day, that's all I see when I look around. It's it's us trying to eat better, do better, be in a better place, man. It's been a long time since I've been at the weed I've been at. You feel what I'm saying? So to, you know, um cut down on certain things and to, you know, it's a end of the day, man, for me it's like living to be around. Like I don't wanna miss. My my, my, my my kids having kids and all that. I want to be around. I want to be a part of everything. And that's all I see my homies doing is just, you know, man, like if we had that, if we had, and what's crazy is if we had this frame of mind at, in our 20s or even mm-hmm. in our 30s, in our early 30s, where we could be at. But it's just really about just, you know, bettering ourselves, bettering our minds, just all together, just growing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really about just every day being better than you was yesterday. If, yeah. you, can, if, you, if you got that mindset, like just being, I'm trying to be a better Neef than I was yesterday and the day before that. You feel what I'm saying? And that's just, you know, how, how I think about it. Like, I don't want to be missing. I want to, I want to, I want to, I see my grandpa like three years ago at like damn near late 70s run. Like, because he had a cart and we was at the market and, and he was able to, he was able to run. And my grandma at 50 something was already, so my grandpa at 70 something. It went at the car, my grandma had 50 something, took her 10 minutes to get up the steps. You feel what I'm saying? We got to change that up and just be better with that and just, you know, yeah. it's an embrace. Like, how many do we know that didn't get to see it? You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. for every situation, whether it's being fathers, being husbands, or just being men in general, we're trying to, as black men, defeat the, the, the thought, the, the, is it narrative? The yeah. narrative mm-hmm. that that we're, we're looked at that that every day I'm, I'm i'm i'd have been in ubers with a man that seen me for five minutes and he complimented me on my on my relationship with my child five minutes in a, in a car you get what i'm saying it's, it's about being different like end of the day instead of okay you see a certain way of things and like you see your father be a certain way shout out to my pop not trying to diss anything because my pop's a great, a great grandfather but he had to live he had to learn too you get what I'm saying? You see certain things, I don't want to be that. You know what I'm saying? And it's about, you know, evolving. Every day just being better, just being, you know, just being sharper. Yeah. So so for me, like, you know, I, I had a scare, right? <laughs> so I was home, I came back to Texas and and my back was hurting, right? So I literally thought I had a fucking kidney stone. And that shit scared the fuck out of me. And I was like, oh, man, if I got to pass this thing in some way, shape, form, or fashion, or if I got to get a catheter, which is probably one of my biggest fears, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to be able to roll with it at, at this point, right? So um, I stopped liking the way I looked at my clothes. I stopped liking the way I was feeling. And you just be sitting there like, dang, I got to get a pair of 40 jeans, or dang, I got to get a pair of 42 jeans, or 44 you know what I'm saying? And then you're like, oh, you you doing all right? And then people that love you won't even really tell you the truth, 
right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just mean that, you know what I'm saying, in, in the, the most humble way. But you got to want to do good for you, right? So I knew that I needed to make changes. I knew that my, my life had to be different. I, I knew that, uh, you know, so for me, because, you know, once you get to four, you start questioning your own mortality. It's just like, you know, how, how much longer? You know what I'm saying? Because all the horror stories start happening, right? You know, uh, we lost a cousin last year, uh, uh, 43. It, it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gone, cancer. Um, you know, I lost my best friend last year, and, you know, he, he took his life. But you just like, damn, what, what's, what's up? You, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it, you got to want to change for you and, and nobody else, right? You know what I'm saying? So you got to want to be around for your grandkids. You got to want to be around, you know what I'm saying, for, for all those moments, right? So uh, as I get older, family has become, and they've all, and it's always been important to me, but it's like extremely important now. And, uh, you know, that's part of the reason that I'm, I'm happy things are happening the way they are. And if you can't see things going around with you around you and adjust to it, that's your fault. Like you see all these things going on and we not attempting to make things better. Like like I said, me being a child who didn't have his dad around all the time and Kula always get on me like, yo, me feel the deepest when you go into that. Like end of the day, that's my motivation. Like end of the day, I don't ever want my child to feel like I felt at that point. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, it's like, I always want to, you know what I mean? Like, man, I want to be here, dog. I want to, I'm trying to be around, man. I'm, I ain't going nowhere, man. Like, I'm trying to be better. I'm just trying to be, you know, I'm just, just, man, I'm not, it's so much shit that happens, man. Like, man, you can, you, and, and don't get me wrong, no matter what you do, there's so many people, and, you know, my, like I said, my, my lady just lost her, her aunt. And, you know, she was a good woman, married to her high school sweetheart and cancer comes in and it's like damn you do all the right shit and things like that still happen you get what I'm saying so it'll be like you know just being better and just trying to set trying to change shit like though like when you see a family like I got a family full of women and it's like you see my grandma went through shit my mom went through shit my mom died before she was 50 you get what I'm saying I got a little sister now who damn the way she living her life man Ain't no telling if she's going too far. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I can't let mine and what I got going on around me even be on that type of time. We got to change that shit. And mm. I got to be here every day, you know what I'm saying, making sure we straight, making sure we, you know, we dropping them jewels and just being present. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, we I know guys that died before they seen 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, every day, it's a blessing. We got to take advantage of that shit and, and drop jewels and leave our future generations striving, being better. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that shit right there is, is, is the key. Like, I welcome 40, man. I welcome the great hair, all that. You used to always say, he can't wait to put some gray in that beard. You get what I'm saying? Like, dog, I'm not, I'm, I'm ready for it. I ain't got to die this shit. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I'm ready to rock. You get what I'm saying? Like, Come on, like nigga, I'm trying to see a hundred too. Like fuck that, like mm-hmm. nigga. I, I hope I ain't on the. I hope I ain't on the down, the down half of this. You no. know what I'm saying? And the way that, sh- the way that shit go, dog. Like you can walk out your door, man. Like that, that shit cancer, dog. You can do all the right shit. You can be eating right. Like that cancer shit. We gotta address that shit. Talk about that shit. Like that shit. Don't got no fucking pics. That shit don't got no fucking 
the color. But it does. But it. But it. It can though. I'm not trying to give power to it. We absolutely ignore carcinogens, which are cancer-causing things, in our environment all the time. Like meat, processed meat is on the list of carcinogenic stuff. I eat processed meat on occasion, right? I'm just saying, if we don't know that and understand that, yeah, you might get cancer. Like we, we, man, and so that's the whole thing. That's just, that's just as an example. But so it's like smoking. Like we don't equate processed meat and cigarettes as the same thing. Like it'll kill you. So it do have its picks, and there have been instances where people have eaten their way back into health. That's not to discount what you're saying, uh, uh, Neef, because you're absolutely right that shit can just happen to you even if you live right. You feel me? Like right. so, but there's absolutely things that we can do, um, and that we should be doing. Like even just having these conversations right now, right? Um, when it's time to get my prostate check, I'm gonna come back and tell y'all what a prostate exam feels like. What it, what, it, what it is. Why not? Right? If it's preventable, that's what it is. That's what we need to be doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, bre- breaking uh, uh, those kind of things. I ain't doing... Who said I ain't doing and I, I don't want to die young. You understand what I'm saying? So, so me and Joey Jordan, we had this thing like, you ever say, you know, people were like, yo, lo, you only live once. I like, whoever tell you that, don't believe they ass. They lying to you. You understand what I'm saying? It's a reason you don't go blow your rent money or your mortgage money or something Every every Friday, every because you might live to be a hundred. You might want to plan for that shit too. And far too right. often, we we plan on living only for the day. When when the reality is, you you could live a, a nice long time in a really really nice way, and and understand a lot of the stuff that we even live for is really bullshit. So. You know, boil it down. No stuff ain't gonna be in behalf. This is forty year old. Like just, just like even though people would say I've achieved a certain thing, I really just feel like I'm just at forty two, understanding some stuff and coming to myself. I know what I don't want and didn't don't want to tolerate, and it ain't been easy to go from you know half sleep to more awake and what I like and what makes me happy. I just you know I realized not too long ago I went out. It's called first Wednesdays. I got a nice time, really really nice time in Baltimore. You know I realized just the other day that I love chilling in my house like more than going out. You understand what I'm saying? Like if we talk about fun level, my fun level of doing nothing has exceeded the fun level of going out and being drunk at a certain time of night. You see what I mean? Like I can do a right. day party and be great, but I'm not really with coming in the house two o'clock in the morning, stumbling and bumbling and calling that a good time no more. So and that's crazy. okay. Last year, um, we had went out, me and my me and my Canada brothers, we had went out, we was out in the city for a weekend. And that first night it was cool. Like Friday, it was cool. We was out late. That Saturday night, the guy was like, I hope niggas ain't trying to go off tonight. Like that two nights in a row shit is a whole nother monster for you a grown ass man. Yeah. yeah. You out with it, Jordan. Um, hey, I got a I got a jet set. Oh, go ahead, Jordan. Oh, you about to leave? I, yeah, I got a yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, we well, leave the podcast over. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm gonna hold that man. I only hold that man up for business. I got, I got, a, I got an early flight, and I got a pack. I'm about to be watching this Longhorns game. Five a.m. Oh, you know, he got the Jordan over there. 
Men of a certain it. age stuff is happening right now. Podcast, this is what's yeah. going on. Right? Yeah. yeah. You got a podcast with your, with your infant in your arms. Yeah. Hey, I did that last week. <laughs> yeah, you did. Are you copying your shit? Real quick. I got a couple questions for y'all real quick. Um, Go ahead. The best descriptive. What rapper, when when he rap, you feel like they describe things? Two and a half hours in. Is that real what you right real now? Quick. You oh, my get... bad. Should I say that? <laughs> Save that. <laughs> I'll say that. Okay, Lonzo Ball says Future Classic has more classic albums than not. Next. Hold he's on. 20. He's a, 20. Next. As a nigga who's grinding knives up for the last couple of months, Lonzo Ball will beat you the fuck up. Like, nigga, ain't no way in the world. You got to think of who. You got, he's 20, though. You can't, put, you can't put 15 tracks together. That can fuck with Omatic. I'm sorry. And Man. I like these. <laughs> Thank y'all for the episode 60. We really appreciate y'all. <laughs> Thank y'all, Joy, for coming on. We gonna figure this thing out next week. <laughs> we are not talking about Laws No Ball feature and Nas. We're not talking about Nas, yeah. <laughs> not right now. What else I got quick? Nas I don't got nothing else quick. Cool. Um, this shit. I gotta roll. Gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I mean, seriously. Right, love y'all. Love you too. Love y'all. Peace, 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 peace. Hold on. Why is Mike Chief so white? Look like, let me go and get this shit again. Like, this nigga got a, his dentist is the fucking truth. Like, I need that nigga dentist. Like, this nigga, t- look, 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 look. He's backing up. Like, you can't even see his face. That nigga teeth white like a motherfucker. That's the juice. That's the, he juicing. But that's what it is. It happens everywhere. You start living right. Yo, you, hey, cool. You juicing? You juicing like that? No, just like you know me. No, no juice. This nigga uh, just eating pretzels. This nigga eating pretzels like a motherfucker just now. I've been juicing this week. I've been fucking with the fries. ginger, the ginger and the cayenne. Said, I've been juicing this week. Nigga, did yeah. you have some fucking apple cider vinegar with that? The nigga said I had. Yeah, cayenne. apple cider vinegar. No, apple cider vinegar, ginger Bro, and cayenne pepper. I love y'all. This nigga teeth ate hey, cool. Stop trying so fucking hard. Like you making it hot out there. All right, my bad. <laughs> All right, peace. Brothers talking shit. Episode 60. We like new edition out here. This nigga, hey, look, Jordan is the Bobby Brown of shit. Like, he come around when he wants to. Like, <laughs> real shit. Real shit, like. Right, fact, no, 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 no. Juice is, Juice is Bobby. Jordan is. is hey, Johnny Gill. Gill. <laughs> Hell yeah. We can't give you some time. Yeah, drop Mike. Uh, we all got to go pack to go to Baltimore. Yeah. And he ain't doing you shit. You going to tell him my business. My, see, I ain't going to Baltimore. There you go. See? My bad. This is brother's talking shit. Episode. I'm a, I'm a snitch. I'm a snitch on the love. I'm a sn